0: My female my female caramel was breeding size at two and a half years. Tried breeding her at two and a half years, didn't work. Tried breeding her at three and a half years, didn't work. Tried breeding her at four and a half years, didn't work. Tried breeding her at five, boom, it worked. And maybe if you I went almost slow sold, and I made almost it. sold her. Yeah. I almost sold her. I'm and sold. that's why you don't <laughs> buy adult females. <laughs>
1: This is From the Ground Up, the story of me starting my reptile business. All right, I think we're good now. now we will... You know. All right, so whatever. I don't know if I'm going to keep that <laughs> in. Let's just fucking start all the way over again. So Melissa's not here right now. She is babysitting for a couple that's having a baby today. And... I don't know why they would induce labor on the day of our podcast. I mean, total idiots, huh?
0: Total idiots. I mean, and you got to wait for that kind of shit. Obviously disrespectful. I mean, have God some damn. fucking respect for exactly. the art. Exactly.
1: <laughs> so, anyway, we have Dave Perlitz here, Morelia Evolution. Uh can you explain just real quickly about what you keep and
0: um I've been into Morelia pretty much since I was 20 years old. I've always had some form of Morelia in my collection, whatever direction my collection was going at that point. And in 2007 or 2008, I decided to up my game a little bit and start keeping carpet pythons. And unlike everybody else who keeps jungles because they're gorgeous black and yellow things, I keep coastals, which are like it depends. They, yeah, it depends. <laughs> they could be tan. They could be dark green. Um, some of mine have, have a purple tinge to them. It's pretty badass. But I've been doing that since 2008, and I've been breeding them pretty consistently since 2010 or 11.
1: And then as far as coastals, I mean, there's a lot of locality stuff and morph stuff. What are you messing with? More I don't mutations? do localities.
0: I have been tempted to do localities. i just not that type of a guy. I'm a... I tend to be a purist. I don't like mixing the different subspecies, but as far as localities go, it, I hate to say this. I just don't care. <laughs> also,
1: you may turn around and they're the same thing or totally different things. You exactly. never really know.
0: Um, I do a variation of the impen coastal because most of my coastal stuff has come from uh, Michael Pinnell, uh, which for those of you that don't know, his stuff comes from uh, Lord Lloyd Limke. just had a way of getting shit in in the 90s
1: so lemke lines the same exact thing pretty much as Mm -hmm. m10 okay i didn't because i've heard them both floating around it's a
0: little bit different because lemke did one thing with him and michael's done something completely different with his yeah um and then it's weird because like all my shits come from him. Oh, sorry. All my shits come from him. Yeah. And him and I'll go through pictures and everything and he'll go, is that one of mine? And I'm like, it came from your stuff. And he goes, what are you doing with it? I'm like, I'm breeding the hell out (laughs) of it. What are you doing with it? (laughs) What would you do with it? And he goes, I don't keep anything like that. So even when you start with the same stuff, you can go completely different directions and not even compete with each other.
1: Yeah. I mean, we were talking about me and Austin, we're talking a little bit about like, when do I call something a line? Cause it's hard because there's so many lines out there and it's like, I feel like you can't stamp your own line because it's a little, I don't even know when you would begin.
0: I guess whenever you have a, consistent whenever you have level.
1: something that's totally different, I guess. And... and
0: you could, and you produce something consistent.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So as far as coastals, are you, you're working with some caramel tiger stuff, right? Uh,
0: I am very, very odd in the carpet world. And the fact that I prefer bands over stripes don't do stripes oh really yeah i have a couple tigers mainly because they always sell and i was gonna say
1: i I definitely saw some tigers from you or something
0: um and i really 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 love caramel stuff and i love caramel jags it's the only reason why i have a jaguar in my collection is because i want caramel i wanted caramel jags and i have three of them now
1: (laughs) Awesome. So did you produce last year? Is that what you produced last year?
0: No. Last year I took off because I moved. I produced the year before.
1: Okay. Because I saw you had some animals for sale. Yeah. I guess those were, they were a year a old. Year old. Yeah. Which is like, honestly, a good time to sell oh God. your if carpets.
0: You take a little teeny tiny baby that first and foremost, you pick it up and all it does is strike at you. And try to explain to somebody that in six months, if you're consist- first and foremost, Try to explain to somebody that it doesn't hurt when they bite. Yeah. Second, in six months of, like, gentle handling, they're going to be fine. They're going to be calm. Yeah. You might get bit opening up the cage, but, I mean, hell, your corn snakes bite you. Everything,
1: everything. if you don't treat it with the proper, if you don't know the animal and treat it with the proper respect and you just stick your hand in there, Mm -hmm. at
0: some point, everything bites. Exactly. When it comes to that. Um, my big caramel girl, you will get bit 100% of the time every time you reach into that cage. You have to get a hook, you have to get her started, and you have to get her coming out on her own before you reach in there and grab her. That's, yeah. that's just how she is. Uh, same thing with my male scrub. He's about the same temperament-wise. Once you get him out, he's fine. It's just the process of getting him out. He's a pain. And then... Yeah, we're not going to discuss the female scrub because she's Satan incarnate.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think people <laughs> realize at this point that it's m- much more rare to have a scrub that when <laughs> it comes out, it's nice, rather mm-hmm. than have one that's always mm-hmm. a crazy fucking dickhead. But.
0: I, have, I have video, my brother-in-law shot video of me handling my female scrub where she wasn't, I must have caught her, like on a fantastic mood because she was actually decent.
1: Is there stuff going on on the other end as far as, is it musking? Oh God. Yes. Okay.
0: Um, they piss, they piss defecate and uh, musk all over you.
1: I, I'm not sure what I would rather. I'd probably rather get bit. than the shit is just
0: with scrubs. It's, well, scru- I, I, I'm not. A, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about other people's experiences. Yeah. My ex- my experience with them is is that they like to piss all over you and then bite you and rub and force the piss into your skin.
1: Yeah, that sounds like a staph infection or yeah. whatever you can pick up.
0: It's called really. You have to clean up really, really, really well. It's called I mean, your
1: farm bred <laughs> scrub just gave you a parasite. No, no, no,
0: no, no, no. no. She's not farm bred. There was no farm breeding involved with her. She is straight wild caught. <laughs> <laughs> Even better. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, she is long-term captive. so And uh, my quarantine and de-parasiting procedure is a lot different than Austin's. I don't do anything with them. <laughs> You're
1: like, it will run its course?
0: Well, most of the bugs inside. Or you didn't see most, anything? Most of the bugs inside inside of them, um, they're one... It is more important to get them rehydrated, get them calmed down, get them de-stressed and get them eating than it is to de-parasite them. And usually within a month or so, most of the parasite load is out of their body. At least in my experience, that's how it's been. Um, If there's anything left after a month, then I'll go through and do that.
1: Mm -hmm. So as far as you think, you just don't want to put extra stress on the animal when it first comes in?
0: With scrubs, it is imperative that you get them eating get them hydrated get them unstressed out put them in the least kind of stressful environment that you can possibly now
1: you do. would think a pissed off snake is a snake that would eat the most do you not find that with scrubs oh, or no, is they, that somewhat true no no, once no. I get going? It, it's, it's very true okay um
0: i had the god what was his name that i sold it i want to say matt morris bought a scrub off of me and she's the only scrub that i've ever had do this she would go off feed for four months out of the year And then once she started eating again, she would eat pork. Yeah.
1: I mean, if it's a you would think maybe if it's wild caught, it's in an area where you may have some type of migration or something. Maybe she eats a shit ton of birds at some point that are passing through and then nothing shows up. So she goes off feed. Maybe that's a natural cycle that is perpetually happening in.
0: Have you ever uh, heard Vin Rusu talk about the insular boas? Yeah. Yeah. Like they don't eat for 10 months out of the year and then they eat every single day for like a month or two. Yeah. Yeah. So like it could be that type of thing. A
1: quick like recap on that. So it's basically (laughs) these, these boas that are, you know, separated on islands and just hanging out in very small, you know, areas of Central America, South America, wherever those islands are located. But on the, the islands, don't have many species of pretty much any prey items and then during a certain season a migration of birds will come through and then they will like
0: chow on that a lot very very heavily and then not eat for the rest of the year actually listening to him talk is how i developed my feed schedule i feed very lightly throughout the year i don't make them go nine, ten months without food unless you're my ball py- unless you're my big normal ball python that does that on her own. <laughs> um that's a ball python thing. <laughs> For those of you that don't know, that is very, very, very much a ball python thing. They tend to go off food. Um but I feed very, very sparingly and then starting usually August or September I start feeding very, very heavily. Like I go from once every six to eight weeks to once every two weeks and then once a week in like September on October. And then I cut it off again. Yeah. So, I mean, I do something
1: similar. I try to have at least some type of change as far as a seasonal change to where once that female, at least for the carpet, I would hope once she gets big meals since she never gets big ne- meals, she'd be like, Oh fuck. Mm-hmm. Now it's time.
0: Like my big caramel girl got rabbits for the first time this year. And I just, that's she- hardcore for a carpet. Um, Ryan said, you have a carpet that's big enough to take rabbits? And I'm like, yeah, she's like 10 years old. <laughs> also, that's probably a snake old enough to where you fed it before you knew any better. Uh, that's why she's seven feet long. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. You have those snakes
1: <laughs> that you got when you were young, and that thing is like way bigger than you thought because you're like, yeah, just feed it once a week
0: forever. She is the only one in my collection that I honestly think Could do bigger than a four foot cage a four foot by two foot cage i'm pretty sure she would be happier in like a four by three she's the only well she's the only carpet in my collection my scrubs would love cages that size too but yeah it hasn't happened
1: yet (laughs) what's what's weird about carpets is i feel like people sometimes are even like a four foot cage is too small but then you have Retics in six foot cages and that's like the standard to keep them in six foot cages and then it's like wait a second So you're talking about this male retic that's, like, 10 feet long, Mm -hmm. and then this carpet that's, like, 5 to 6 feet long. Mm -hmm. So why is there such a discrepancy when they're both pretty semi-arboreal and pretty active snakes? Why doesn't
0: one and one equal two? I have no earthly idea because that doesn't make any sense to me. (laughs) Yeah. None whatsoever. It's...
1: And then also, I think there's a lot of misconceptions in the hobby as far as we decided some snakes need to be kept really small, and then some snakes,
0: the opposite. Mm-hmm. When in the same thing, I don't know it's- across the board. Um, I think in general, uh, if you talk, if you talk to any anybody who's been doing this a very long time, um, in general, our snakes are overheated, yeah, um, fed too much, yeah, overweight. And uh, way too big. Yeah. Across the board. All yeah. of them. Uh, getting back to Ryan, his collection of retics is... I'm actually dumbfounded at how small some of his, like, 12-year-old girls are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Dude, when I see some people that shall remain nameless have those 20-foot females with their the size of, like a soccer ball across like they have zero muscle definition (laughs) there's no spine they're a big blob of fucking shit Mm -hmm. just so you can have youtube personalities come and squat them and you make videos about them i'm not naming any names of course or
0: so that way (laughs) instead of getting i don't even know what the average retake egg size egg clutch sizes but we'll say one million of, according instead, to that. instead of getting 20 to 30 good eggs and having a good reproductive life for that female instead you're getting 70 to 100 eggs and the reproductive life is probably going to be cut in half so which is better i mean i guess in the long
1: well the thing is it's about money so the morph actually depreciates in value so that female is dead so we just replace it with another female so we can get 70 eggs out of the new gene for four years who needs that old gene female she'll just die
0: yeah fuck that <laughs> but i'm saying isn't that why that happens because you're so. not
1: thinking of the long-term mm-hmm. health of the animal well you're thinking about your short-term success as far as getting a million mutations in it
0: all right, we'll we'll go back to carpets. That I, might be talking I, a little shit. I, I I actually I actually know the clutch sizes for carpets. So which is better? Over if you look at the long long term with it, mm-hmm. um, the total eggs out of a female is probably going to be about the same.
1: If you're looking at a female human, they have a finite amount yeah, of eggs yeah. that you're going to produce. So that may also oh, happen
0: with. with with snakes, but I have no earthly idea. It may happen with snakes, <laughs> yeah. but we don't
1: know things about snakes. No, so.
0: <laughs> no. As you said earlier, we're at about the 1500s when it comes to our snake health, our reptile yeah. health. But um, so the, in the long term, over the long term, your the total amount of eggs, the total amount of babies would probably be about the same. But which is better to have a reproductive life of 10 to 12 years or a reproductive life 10 to 12 years and have the snake live 20 to 30 years? Or have a reproductive life of, like, four years, and the snake only lives a decade. Yeah. I guess if you're going by the market and producing uh, new morphs, the latter would probably be your best bet, So because that way you'd never have a morph live longer than a decade. <laughs> yeah. And... God knows, we we barely even got (laughs) to a decade with most of the morphs.
1: I know. And they disappear. Like, where did all those female pastel ball pythons go? Oh, I have no (laughs) earthly idea.
0: And then you have uh, reptile breeders out there who, or ball python breeders out there who feed their males every single day to get them up to breeding size by three to six months. And then what happens to them at a year or two from doing that? I just, I just always want to
1: err at least in my collection to underfeeding rather than overfeeding. I feel like underfeeding is much rarer an issue unless you're obviously insane and you don't have eyeballs in your head. Like, if you see a corn snake where you can see all of its ribs, you gotta feed that thing.
0: You Although can, you can open up a you can open up a tub, and I've I've done it a couple times over the winter with a male that's been, uh very 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 busy and i pull him out of the female's cage put him in his tub gonna feed him a meal or something i open up the tub and i'm like oh dear lord you look rough you're getting a month off <laughs> yeah they look skinny. i mean that will
1: depreciate a snake uh-huh. much quicker than pretty much anything else
0: they look skinny you can see their ribs you can see their spine it, it's like you look at them and you go yeah no you're off for the rest of the year which you're- i mean
1: if you didn't breed them they would probably be completely fine but for whatever reason like if you're having a snake expend any bit of energy, it's much more than he would if you're not. So that, that kind of brings us to the, we were kind of talking about before that it's easy to keep snakes, especially once they get to a certain age, once they're like one years old, they're established. You're like, all right, we're pretty cool. And then you start breeding the snake. And then that's where you run into problems, especially with, you know, females.
0: And you're putting two, you're putting two animals together and granted, granted, the bugs that are in your room, because every every snake room has bugs. Every snake room has a certain level of bacteria, a certain level of um, parasites, whatever you want to do. Um, and you're sticking a male in with your female, and you're basically just doubling the amount of bugs that she's...
1: Yeah, no matter what, yeah. you're introducing whatever he has to, sh- to her. Exactly. And, first, so.
0: and sometimes, well, actually, no, like 90, 95% of the time, it goes off without a hitch. You have no issues. Then there's that five percent of the time. And yeah. (laughs) That's a whole thing. I was wondering
1: if I should keep everyone keeps their carpet pythons in the breed for the winter. Mm -hmm. But for me, what I find is no one no not many other species do that. So I was like, I wonder if I should just introduce and then, you know, just because she doesn't kick that male off the hot spot and then I don't get RIs in my males. But I mean, maybe we just don't have carpet breeding tuned in good enough because ball pythons, you can do that, right? You know exactly when the female's ready to go. You put them in, they're doing it real quick. I wonder if there was a way to do small introductions like that in carpets.
0: I would, okay. Talking with ball python breeders, um, even the ones who don't have an ultrasound. They can look at a female and tell about how big their follicles are. Yeah. And I'm wondering if you, you can do something. <laughs> I didn't bring in the bottle opener. <laughs> I'm wondering if you can get in tune with your carpet pythons that same way. Knock down
1: <laughs> All right. Learn that in college.
0: Badass. That's that college <laughs> education for you. That's pretty much all I got. That and lots of debt. Lots of debt? It's like my wife. My wife has the same problem. Uh she has an excellent alcohol tolerance. She can uh, open a bottle. Mm-hmm. She can with open. her teeth. No, not with her teeth. She doesn't want to ruin <laughs> her teeth that way. But she can open up a bottle and uh she's got a lot of debt.
1: Yeah. It's classic. <laughs> mm-hmm. What the hell are so, we talking about? Um, <laughs> we got distracted by trying to open a beer bottle. Idea. <laughs> but um, So breeding carpets as far as introducing males to females and the possibility of problems there.
0: I would think that similar to uh, ball pythons where you can take a look at them. And oh, see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There that, you go. There we go. Years of ADD and having to keep track of my own conversations. No, the two of us together, <laughs> they we're never gonna get
1: this. is gonna be a four hour podcast, and it's gonna be on the cosmos and everything other than snakes.
0: <laughs> um, I can look at my females, and I can tell when they're building. And I don't. I. I one hundred percent, absolutely cannot tell you what I am looking for, but I can just look at them and go, there's something going (laughs) on with you. Yeah. And you, yeah, you need more food and you need a boy. Yeah. So are you looking for like high pressure systems, like or low pressure systems? I love when storms come through. I love when the hurricane came through, I paired up my animals. Really? And I got locks.
1: (laughs) Holy shit. Yep and you think that was just some fun loving or was that maybe you're hoping that spurs follicle growth or i'm hoping it starts
0: follicle growth yeah
1: because i always did that with balls to where i i let the female know it was the season by giving her a couple yeah a couple freebies yeah (laughs) yeah and i mean then they're like oh okay like this is what's happening and then they start going
0: yeah and then they start building and then they build and then they ovulate and and then your snake that you always that is always hungry, going to feed it one day after it sheds and it should be starving. And it looks at you like, fuck you. I don't want food. What is wrong with you? And it goes to the other side of the cage. Yeah. <laughs> and
1: then it's, And well, for me also is I put the male in and then they separate immediately. The mm-hmm. female's like, fuck you. We've been fucking all year, but not today. Not today. We're done. Get yeah. out. <laughs> so, I mean, that's. I mean, and that's certain things like I always like to I hate telling people like giving advice because first of all, I don't know shit. No one knows. No, we don't know shit about snakes in general. And like every snake's different and you need to know by watching as far as you say, you know, when a female's ready to go, like Mm -hmm. it's all just nothing
0: to take up for experience. The the particular female that I'm talking about when I can I can tell by looking. She is 10 years old. She has bred. You've opened that tub over yeah, and over, over again. She started breeding when she pissed me off and she didn't breed till she was 5 and she bred and if I breed this year this will be her fourth year producing for me. That's very good. I know so I know what that bitch looks like when she yeah. <laughs> when she's getting ready to do anything. Yeah. And it's just it's in there with your animals knowing your animals knowing what knowing what they look like normally knowing what they look like abnormally and
1: shit. And I think that's the cool thing about being you're kind of in that sweet spot, which is where, like, I kind of want to stay <laughs> to where you're at, you know, maybe like 50 animals. Mm-hmm. I feel like once you get to that point where you're like, I don't know what's in this tub. Like, if you told me, like, hey, what's in that tub? Third one up. You know exactly what animal that is. Uh, I think you lose touch after a certain amount. I'm not sure what the amount would be. But. I'm
0: not 100 percent sure. I know every animal in my baby rack. I'm just not 100 percent sure on its position. <laughs>
1: No, the babies, I can't yeah. tell you enough. Um, I, like, my, block them out of my head. <laughs> my grow-ups
0: <laughs> and uh, my sub and my mail rack and my cages, I know where everything is. Like,
1: Especially if you're like, this one, when I open the tub, will try to bite my face off. This That's one, important when you, to know.
0: This one, when you open up the tub, likes to come flying out face first because he's always fucking hungry and he wants to eat your face.
1: Yeah, you definitely <laughs> yeah. know where your scrub is.
0: Oh, yes. Yeah. And I always <laughs> make sure I know where she is before I open up the kitchen.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's part of the fun where people that don't know your collection, like I used to have my roommate Ryan and I'd be like, hey man, just open this tub for me. I'm going to clean him. And of course it's a dickhead, (laughs) you know, like, but I mean, you know, your animals as far Mm -hmm. as everything like that. So do you think, um, how many animals do you have and then how do you go about i have between 40 and 60 i'm not 100 percent sure on the exact number but no you know, i'm not asking yeah. for an exact number because none of us know yeah <laughs>
0: um if you have more than 10 you don't know the exact number that you have and if you breed you don't know how many you have it's
1: like the person who counts their tattoos mm-hmm. when it's like once you have a few like if you ask me how many
0: tattoos i have i'm like i don't know I have I have tattoos, that's all I know. Yeah, I have same two. with snakes, once you get yeah. past 30. I have two tattoos, I know exactly which two they are. Yeah, As soon as I start adding more to it, I won't know. Yeah. Um, what were we talking
1: about? <laughs> Fuck. Dude, Melissa usually keeps me on course with this stuff, and she'll, like, whisper to me, like, what we're talking about. But we're fucked. Yeah, we are. Um. So, for carpets... Do you keep
0: anything else, other than well, fucking bulls? Let's talk about bulls. Oh God, bulls are awesome. I love bull snakes. Yeah, uh, mine are. I tried breeding them for the first time this year. Uh, got eggs. I don't know what the hell happened to the eggs. The eggs went bad.
1: You fucked up colubrid eggs.
0: Apparently, you're
1: gonna. <laughs> you're drunk. Go home.
0: Probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, they are awesome. I have a hypo Stillwater pair of flames and a pair of easterns. And I have one Texas yellow bull that was given to me. And Tony, I still hate you for that snake. Tony Jerome, is that mm-hmm. who you got him from? I tried to
1: have Tony on the <laughs>
0: show, but he won't he won't talk. He won't we it's, to... it's weird. He's a good guy. Love him to death. Been over to his house a couple times. And you go over to his house and get him talking and – I'll there. just
1: record him in secret. <laughs> so, yeah. Because, I mean, he's like, yeah, come over see my collection. And mm-hmm. like, so, I mean, I'll do that. I'll warm – I'll butter him up hopefully to get him over here sometime. But um, it's so cool that people are even willing to come over. But You would have to – Get him talking about his Apodora. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. If I had olives, <laughs> I just have the wrong kind of olives.
0: olives. You have the you have the boring Australian. olives. Yeah,
1: I have the ones that have good head structure and don't look like they've been punched in the face and have pretty solid. They are very uh, very
0: boxy in the head, aren't they?
1: It's very boa esque. Yeah. in a way, as where that snout just and stops and then they curves eat down. It's weird. Everything. I see him feed him drumsticks. In the like, wild,
0: they eat scrub pythons. Savages. Yes. I try, to, that I try eat... to feed my olive a corn snake, wouldn't have it. No shit. I have a they Woma. Have Mexican po- blacks, all day. You know? Crebo all day. Um, yeah. My Woma will eat baby carpet pythons like that.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's always good to have one of those around. <laughs> and if you tell that to someone in casual conversation, they will like, you're a monster. But not all babies make it. Mm-mm.
0: My wife looked at me the first time I told her. She goes, "What is this snake's purpose?" At uh, the time, I had a yellowtail cribo, and I'm <laughs> like, "Well, it serves two purposes. Number one, it's very close to being lapid, and I miss my cobras. Number two, it eats my babies that don't that I don't force feed. Yeah. I every single time I force fed, you force feed, you force feed, you force feed. You come in and you pull up the tub, and they're dead. Yeah. So <clears throat> I don't force feed. Either you're going to make it, or you're going to be food."
1: I mean, some people say that that's a gene that you may pass on. So problem feeder may have more problem feeder babies. So they try to get that out of their collection. That's an old corn thing. That's, that
0: could be in the blood Python community. Yes they, and
1: no, because I mean, just captive generations that we've had so far have gotten much better feeders over time. But yeah, I don't know if it's one
0: for one. I think it's more of as a collective. We've gotten better. I wonder if it's kind of like uh, the striping gene, gene and carpets where you need a b and c to line up perfectly for striping you know you need a b and c to line up perfectly for i don't fucking want to eat mice <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess
1: and also it seems like if you have some genes at carp or ball pythons not mm-hmm. to be on ball pythons but certain genes do eat better than others
0: pides pides and spiders but eat, also eat how long
1: have those been in the hobby
0: uh ever spider...
1: the first motherfuckers
0: Pied go. pied was the second recessive mutation ever, ever uh, proven out, and uh, I want to. I don't know if it was pinstripe or spider that was the first one, but it was one of those two was first. I think and it was second. spider. Yeah. So, you know, those are just very well
1: established snakes. So even though the spider's neuro, and it's the same thing as a jag. Yeah, it's yeah. literally. It's so weird that you can have the same exact expression, the same exact behavior, <laughs> the same exact everything and it looks similar in a certain way because you're seeing what it does with the melanin Mm -hmm. and it has the same neuro
0: issue batik is the batik and blood pythons is the exact same thing as a zebra i think just
1: all pythons have one or like in corns we have some stargazer stuff some stuff that carries i mean you're working with broken i didn't know stargazing was uh Some people, I don't know what what mutation is connected with, but you'll see some people say non-stargazing, and I'm not sure. I'm not as well-versed as I should be in corn morphs, but, you know, I mean, it just seems like all snakes, once you're fucking with mutations.
0: Well, you're taking a a faulty gene, Mm -hmm. and you are, God only knows what that faulty gene does, like, Oh God! What is it?
1: It changes appearance, but it may change something else. I was
0: going to say in Dalmatians, um, the amount of melanin on your ear dictates whether or not your it's deaf or blind. I can't remember which one. So literally, the your dog's ability will go with deaf. Your literally your dog's ability to hear is dependent upon how much how many black spots it has on its ear.
1: But it's like, hey man, why don't we just um, get a the million other dogs. Mm-hmm. Why don't we stop inbreeding Dalmatians to where's the point in, in the UK, they stopped at some shows carrying spiders. They won't have people sell spiders. Did that actually pass? I don't agree or disagree with it. Yeah. There's a show that they, you can't sell uh spider. I heard that they were trying
0: balls. to, I didn't know that they were, that they yeah. had actually passed it.
1: Okay. So, you know, I understand them trying to be on the forefront of herpetological,
0: fucking well-being because obviously we need some policing, right? Yes. Spi- uh, we we have attempted to police ourselves and it is very obvious that we are unable to police ourselves.
1: <laughs> yeah, honestly, we just come from a crew of I mean, you look at the 70s and how mixed in the exotic animal trade is with the drug trade and there was cocaine in boa constrictors. It's all intertwined. You came from a group of fucking scoundrels. And it's like some of that hasn't been bred out yet. If you can yeah. say that,
0: and, it's, it's, and if you meet enough reptile people, you'll know what. It. <laughs> it's weird. Um, the ball python, the ball python craze has brought reptiles a little bit more mainstream. Yeah, because um, we have a whole lot of doctors, lawyers, basically. Well, there's was, money now. Yeah, basically, really. At and least, at, least, at least on the outside, outstanding citizens, as opposed to the <laughs> as opposed to the outlaw people that met on the side of the road, and you didn't know whether or not you were buying an ounce of coke or a king snake. Hopefully, <laughs> but,
1: both and yeah, have a good
0: hopefully.
1: time. <laughs> so, yeah, because I'm reading Bill Love's uh, autobiography right oh, now. Oh, badass. And um, yeah, he just came out with it. I saw him. Any RBC is where I I ended up picking it up. But it's like, oh, I should have bought that. I missed that like, table like, entirely. Do you know how far we've come? It came from like everyone back in the day, just keeping all wild caught stuff, never trying to breed, just training it with everyone else. He made like three trips around the country just to hang out and visit different herpers and stuff. In the meanwhile, picking up, you know. Atrox and picking up Transpico's rats, everything on the way to trade mm-hmm. once he got to California because they didn't have this stuff and then traded that for some wild-caught, you know, gophers and, you know, whatever it is. But we came from a hobby of where we just tried to keep things alive to the fact that these things now have value. They didn't have any value. No one gave no. a shit. There was just a snake for a snake and some nerds liked them and decided to trade them. So I think it's interesting. We have come
0: a very long way and it's really 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 shitty it's great and bad well no i was going to say it's really (laughs) shitty that one of the worst people in our hobby is actually responsible for the hobby being where it is today
1: now i'm curious bob clark he's he's
0: responsible for uh the first two really high dollar morphs him and yeah. a business partner. Crutchfield. I mean, Crutchfield well, brought in... He proved out He proved out the albino Burmese, and I want to say... But, and then gave for, it to Bob. Yeah.
1: So, uh, he got it from a random guy in Indonesia that actually, he found in a magazine Krushfield Actually, I don't think Crutchfield actually bred the... Proved out... He... I think he bought it, and then money talked when Bob tried to get it. I'm not 100% sure,
0: but I believe that's what I read. Because I know Crutchfield breeds, and Crutchfield has... It, if you ever... If I ever get a chance, if you ever get a chance, go visit him. His facility, from what I've seen on YouTube, is fucking amazing.
1: And plus, I just want to know the stories. That's all I care. (laughs) Belize prison. Tell me about the King Cobra in the airport. Tell me about all that shit. I'm interested in all the history of... I think more people now are interested in just the mutations and stuff like that. But I want to know all the history and everything behind everything we have.
0: I am going... I don't know who originally said it, but I'm going to steal something that I heard Nick say. Okay, yeah. What the fuck good is it to know what color your car is? To know the color of a car without knowing how the fuck the engine works. Mm-hmm. Okay. Same thing with snakes. What the fuck good does it do you to have a ball python with, 90 million mutations inside of it if you don't know where that ball python came from and you don't know it's not most people habitat. don't know it's from west africa who have ball mm-hmm. pythons but i know that my
1: olive python was smuggled by hank malt for a fucking zoo back in the 70s and i'm like it's crazy that that snake <laughs> came from this thing that was probably put in a sock under you know generations and generations has been brought to me. All the Australian stuff is just so awesome that it exists, mm-hmm. and so sketchy. Just so. I happen to like, know
0: that uh, the ancestors of my T negative blood python came from a skin factory. Is where they were imp- Is where they were. Did did him.
1: Cam save them from a skin factory? I don't or know. Something?
0: I don't know exactly how that works. But what they do is, um, I don't know who brought them in. Obviously, but. They'll go out and they'll collect blood pythons for the skin trade. Yeah. And then, so while they're in a gigantic pile in whatever warehouse they happen to be uh, getting ready you, to kill You them pick in, the ones that look the best. They'll, and they'll look and they'll go, hydrated. that one looks fucking weird. Pick that one out. And then that'll go into the pet thing and the rest of them get skinned. Yeah. <laughs> I mean,
1: we it's a weird thing to where we act like we didn't. Um, a lot of the Asian colubrids and stuff come from Cam from Bushmaster. Mm-hmm. He went over there back in the day and was like, oh, they're going to eat all these? Why don't I, you know, buy them for $5 in China and ship them over to us where we're going to pay $1,000 for a beauty snake? You know, that those are all animals that were going into the food, mm-hmm. into the food market in China. So what he did was just take them and sell them to us. But, I mean, I'm glad we have them. <laughs> Same here. But, I mean, that's why we've come a long way in husbandry and stuff because – you know, they were going to the food trade, so they never took care of these no. snakes. So. The blood pythons. That's why back in the day it was
0: sketchy. They're going to – I don't know if they hang them by the neck or by the tail, but they're basically just going to hang them up, skin them, and then mm-hmm. cook the cook the meat and sell the skin. Retakes go the same, same way. way. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're going to have a trade in them and it's going to do something other than – uh. Other than kill them, why not?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't know. It's hard. I mean, you love snakes so much. And it's so I admire the people who have those species to where I know a guy who keeps mostly the Asian colubrids, but like the ones you don't know of. He has like the bird eaters and oh, the paradise snake, like like the weird shit. And he's like, yeah, like 50% of my snakes die. Like I spend hundreds of dollars and most of them die. I'm just trying to figure out how to keep them alive. And I'm like, I kind of wish I had the wherewithal or like the desire to be like, let me figure this out and not mind that I'm going to kill a bunch of snakes because <laughs> that's what everyone did, even with carpets and all that. Mm-hmm. The Barkers probably killed a shit ton of snakes before they found out how to keep them.
0: Yeah, they did. <laughs> um, if you ever get a chance to talk to Dave, actually, I've never even seen Dave talk if... to Tracy. Yeah, Tracy is a wealth of knowledge, just an absolute. I just treasure wish they, they would be
1: more open with that knowledge because I feel like they
0: are in a hole. They are, and they're in a kind of a. They they are very. They are currently working very, very diligently to keep our hobby alive and keep our hobby from being regulated. And they're very deeply involved with uh, controlling the regulations from the government and from the states and everything. Really? So that's kind of where their focus is. They do still. I know they breed boas. I know they breed ball pythons. Bloods. And bloods. Mostly, right? And she has blood morphs that are amazing yeah
1: i mean if you see their table at any rbc amazing but none of them are for sale Mm -mm. (laughs) it's like
0: it's like um you'll have 90 percent of the table is just absolutely gorgeous gorgeous snakes and then like not for sale 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 oh yeah by the way this normal that's for sale yeah yeah
1: (laughs) so it's I don't know. I just, I just want to get there. I mean, they write books and stuff. Maybe one day they'll give the whole story. I just wish people were more open about hundred percent everything. It's hard to do that sometimes. It is. It's very hard to do because people jump down your fucking throat, and it's like I'm just trying to be the one honest person. It's,
0: it's not only that. It's you. You will get so much heat in this hobby. Like if you, if you sell a snake. And for whatever reason, you can't ship it Ship it for a couple of weeks. And then you contact the, the uh, person who bought it and said, Hey, man, this thing's developed a little bit of a rasp. I'm going to keep it for a couple of weeks, take it yeah. to the vet, get it looked at. All of a sudden, your entire collection is sick and dying, yep. and nobody will buy from you. Turns out it's a
1: percentage game. If mm-hmm. you have a large collection, I mean... That's it's, why I, I try not to scrutinize too much as far as that goes on some yeah. people.
0: It's like we were talking earlier about mites. Everybody gets mites. There's mm-hmm. no – there's, if you say you don't have mites, you obviously have one, maybe two snakes, and you've only been keeping them for six months to a year. And you should look at them closer next yes. time. <laughs> and go in and take a look at the cage because I can almost guarantee you if you say you don't have mites, you do have mites. And it's
1: like you never exactly know where they come from and – I've just – I've had bouts where I keep my snakes in brumation near a
0: drafty window, and all of a sudden you have mites immediately. Um, I do my brumation in my garage, and when I pull them out, they have mites. Yeah, (laughs) and it's like, where are these ferocious snake eaters? Like, what are they doing?
1: The Like, my – what the fuck? I thought they were – pretty specific to cold-blooded animals. Mm-hmm. So it's like, where are these fuckers just waiting to jump on my captive snake? I have no earthly idea. These se- What are they doing the rest of the year? Like, there's no other snakes for them to jump on. I'm confused. Where the
0: fuck did you come from in a garage? Like, like who knows? <laughs> we clearly don't
1: know anything about these. No. Like, yeah. I mean, like we said before, like we were talking before, we don't know anything about
0: keeping snakes and the sickness involved. I have been keeping snakes regularly since I was seven years old. Um, six or seven, something like that. Uh, so 30 years I've been keeping snakes. And I can say that I have a fairly good idea of what I'm doing. I have a fairly good idea about what I what works for me, but that's about all that I know.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's hard to think that there's there's no veterinary medicine. There's not much research on snakes. Mm-hmm. So like we were talking before, you go to the vet, they give you a certain amount of antibiotics. Then you come back when that doesn't work. They treat another one and then another one and then another (laughs) one until your snake dies. That's
0: pretty much the process. Until one out of two things happen. Either the bug that's causing it finally dies or the snake dies. One of the two. And then I've
1: honestly never had a snake come back from an (laughs) R.I. I think that's just because the times that I had it, I had.
0: I've had, I've had my bouts with RIs most of the time, and then you find that the same snake gets them too. Mm -hmm. Once they get them (laughs) with carpets, it hasn't been as bad. With their recurrence, blood pythons. Once they get it once, be they are so sedentary and they have such a that lung. Their one lung is so big that once a bug gets in there and starts producing, you can't fully eradicate it. And so they'll just keep getting them, keep getting them, keep getting Uh, them. (laughs) And
1: that's such a stressful process on the animal. Oh, God, it is.
0: Everything. Uh, If I ever have a vet tell me to do oral medication on a blood python or scrub python... I'm going to tell him he can come over to my house and do it his damn self because I'm not grabbing them behind the head and putting a syringe down their throat. That's just too stressful on them. I did it on a
1: wild-caught Solomon Island boa. Oh, that was fun.
0: You could see how that worked
1: out. You (laughs) obviously didn't see it in my collection. (laughs) But it's like I made this snake live for like two years to where the point is Mm -hmm. like I made it not wild-caught anymore, right? It's long-term captive. So it's like, I finally made it. We did it, dude. Come on. Like, that's good. We made it survive. And then it struck at a mouse or something and got uh, like an impaction in its lip and then got an infection from that. And then we did the normal one million types of antibiotics and nothing worked. And then by the time he said, maybe we can remove it by surgery or some shit, it was already too big to do that. So uh, that sucks. But it's like. Oh, that kind of shit happens all the time to where we just don't know what we're doing
0: I would just barely call my uh, female scrub long term captive she was imported in late 2010 early 2011 as a red baby which scrubs when they come out of the egg are red and then they develop their coloring within one or two sheds so she was really yeah. really 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 fresh yeah, when she came in and 2010 2011 so it's 2007 so she's six or seven years old now and she's just barely i would just barely call her long-term captive i don't even she might be 10 feet might
1: is that i don't know what locality she um marook <laughs> southerns so
0: what do you find as far as southern scrubs what's the what's the size on them if you talk to anybody but me it seems to be that they are between 10 and 15 feet long (laughs) i seem to be doing really well at keeping mine under 10 feet yeah um but i feed very lightly i they are the only snakes in my collection that are fed like insular boas (laughs) uh where seasonally very, very 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 seasonally um very seasonally if they get fed off season it Like, she's 10 feet long and that big around. She might get a medium rat off-season every eight to nine weeks.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So, are you doing, like, appropriately sized meals
0: to the width of the snake? And then
1: how often?
0: I am doing... For most of the year, I am doing almost repulsively small meals. Yeah. Like, meals where you think that they wouldn't even be able to wrap it. And then... Come about August, that's when she got, She starts getting, like, large rats and rabbits. Mm-hmm. And she gets large rats or rabbits for two to three months, about every two to three weeks.
1: So if you go from, like, a medium rat to a large rabbit, you're like, it is time, like, as far as
0: you're I am, in. I am 100% telling that bitch, listen, you need to start doing something. Yeah, she's like, this mm-hmm. is
1: when you know, all the food comes this certain time of year. Exactly. And then that's weird. Like, but with my hog nose, I can't ever feed them anything more than their body. Like you have to feed them small oh. all the time. They don't Corn ever have want to do the anything same thing. big. Yeah. In a way you end up feeding like three pinkies instead mm-hmm. of moving to a medium rat. So I hate to, for people to listen and then say, Hey, like, because my jungles or my carpets in general, I only have jungles, but mm-hmm. I feed them very large meals about every three weeks. Yeah. So so you can either do an appropriate-sized meal or do a very large meal more sparingly. Exactly. So, Or with colubrids, small meals often mm-hmm. in general.
0: I was going to say, my bull snakes get fed every five to seven days, mm. and... My females get fed every five to seven days. My males are fed, like, every three to four weeks. Um, Yeah. Again, that has to do more with I don't want them to get any bigger.
1: And you'll notice that when you feed a colubrid, they shit the next day.
0: Sometimes I swear they shit the same day. (laughs) Then, like, two more times randomly. At least my bull snakes don't, like, paint with their feces. My king rats paint with their feces
1: yeah I've heard that as far <laughs> as like how big
0: are they and are they handleable to a certain degree the female is not but she's a teeny tiny baby most little most baby anything most so they're not, anything yeah. are not very handleable my adult is he is handleable he doesn't try to bite he will musk all over you and um, I can't remember what their uh common name is but it's like king stink snake <laughs> or something like that and they earned that <laughs> yeah. but he doesn't bite he doesn't do anything he just tries to get away <laughs> um if you ever want to learn how to hook like a cobra or something or tail things yeah. yeah if you ever want to learn how to if you ever want to learn how to tail anything get a king rat
1: <laughs> i mean they're generally do you do you, so is your male a little bit older or
0: He is
1: Beer sip break. By Mm. the way, someone's listening and like these people just aren't talking
0: for like (laughs) three seconds. He is I have absolutely no idea when he was born. He's at least three.
1: (laughs) So he's
0: He's an adult. Yeah. 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 (laughs) He's quite a bit bigger. He's four or five feet long. Yeah.
1: But he's I mean, ne- I've seen I've
0: he's next in line for he's next in line for a cage because he's in a CB70 rack right now. I try to keep all my animals. If
1: I buy an animal, I don't really want it to get much bigger than stays in a CB70,
0: unless it's the olive python. But with the olive python, you might not have much of a choice if you if you can, assuming you're successful in keeping her, you know, ten fifteen years old.
1: No, no, I know I'm gonna have yeah. to go. And then also, I've heard Jeff Harwick said that you need a larger enclosure in general just to breed them. That might be the key to make them breed more often.
0: I've heard having an extra male does that is too, because apparently competition. But. Apparently, um, male combat is very important with them. Uh, I have. I'm going to preface this by saying that I have zero fucking experience breeding <laughs> <yasis>. <laughs> yes. Uh I am just going by what I have heard. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And um, when if you decide to male combat them, put the males in the same cage together, let them arch, let them figure out that it's there, and then pull whichever yeah, male. Yeah, and male. then
1: they eat each other. Because then... then you'll be left with one snake. <laughs> I mean, even when you put them in the female, I'm kind of glad she didn't eat the corn snake. That means she won't <laughs> eat a male in the future. But I Hopefully. Mean... Yeah, I mean, I'll die before I have two males to a female. <laughs> I will. That just doesn't happen in my collection. Unless you're a jungle carpet python and I missex mm. you, and I have three of you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that really, really, really fuck. It's not that bad if you have. Like, I have twenty, twenty, or twenty-five carpets. It's like if you can I,
1: rearrange your plans. If
0: if I end up with three, if I end up with three males, even three males in a project, in a specific project, I'm like, well. Okay, you're just going to be it's just going to be another couple of years longer for me to get to where I wanted to go. Like
1: You can produce a female uh-huh. for it, yeah.
0: It'll just be a little bit longer to raise one up for it. In your case, you have three. And it's like all I three just... are males.
1: <laughs> Two males were intentional, but not the not the third one.
0: Did you see the one that uh they tagged you in it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like that's, that's Am about, I made of money? That's about what you're going to pay for.
1: for but that's <laughs> about what I need. I don't want anything less of quality. I was going so, to say, that
0: that's a really good price on a really good. On a really nice. I know. Nice. I
1: know. So for context, I have a male that always thought was a female. I put them together. They combat it. So obviously I have two males. And then I'm like, fuck, I need a female. And then a female, perfect female comes up. Beautiful highlighter line, I believe it is, from Behoff. Is it or he has a different name for his line? Um Blaze it, Line is yeah. the name of his line. But and then I'm like, Yeah, that's perfect, but it's eight hundred and seventy five dollars or nine hundred dollars. Nine hundred and seventy five. It, $970. yeah. it yeah. doesn't matter. It's a fairy tale <laughs> number to me at this point because like it's like it's like rent. You you don't need yeah. a place to live. You yeah, like I can get evicted <laughs> and buy it for sure. And that's like more than my half. So, mm-hmm. so I mean uh so at this point, it's like, do I buy a baby and raise it up or do I just go fuck myself? And then it's like almost to the point where I was so discouraged. I'm like, do I just sell my carpets?
0: If you if you buy a baby, I would do Headhunter or hell andrew paris no andrew paris is well andrew paris's right. are much more yellow and, and, he, black. and he also is male heavy right now so he's having that's the reason why i've been seeing so many <laughs> of his even i've
1: seen yearling males mm-hmm. mine's more of the highlighter coloration so i'd probably go more towards there but then again i mean i'm not the i'm not the jungle carpet guy there's enough jungle carpet guys no
0: you could just keep them as really cool pets and have them eat rats
1: yeah, eat rats like once a year. <laughs> You're no use to me. I wouldn't quite go once a year, but... <laughs> I mean, that jungle carpet, he eats a mouse every two weeks, that nice. male, So that's why he's a corn snake. But, I mean, <laughs> he just eats mice. Because, obviously, for jungles, once you feed a mice, they don't like rats.
0: IJs do the same thing. I a, Really? I didn't think that... Uh... My experience raising Marillia has always been brettles pythons and coastal carpets. Uh, historically, two of the least hardest uh, of the Marillia to switch over from mice to rats. Yeah. I have a fucking IJ that is stuck on mice. And I'm like, really? okay. And it's a girl, too. And I'm like, you son of a...
1: <laughs> it's like, once you get on rats or mice for a female, for a male, I'm like, oh, that will keep them small. Oh that's please, great. absolutely. Yeah, you're that's you're, a male, fun. <laughs> you're a male
0: and want to eat mice. Merry Christmas. Yeah,
1: but it. You have that female good burp into the mic on yep. that one. If you're a good, if you're a female, you really want to her with those medium rats and shit. So. So do you have a, do you have a male IJ or mm-hmm. I
0: have a male IJ and uh, I have a 20 year old IJ that has a hell of a story. Holy shit. Where'd you get it from? I bought it in 1998 at a reptile show in grapevine.
1: Please tell me it was an adult
0: male at the nope. time. Or... I don't, I don't even remember what I bought it as. I have no earthly idea what I bought it as. Um, I gave it to a friend of mine. He kept it for 20 years. He was a bit of a stoner and fed it. Whenever he thought about it, which turned out to be just that's about perfect, perfect. <laughs> which turned out to be just about perfect because it was about every four to six weeks, and she is six and a half, seven feet long. She is her head is like that.
1: Uh, I mean, that's a big IJ.
0: That is a gigantic IJ, and she is pissy, irritable, twenty years old, eats a medium rat every six to eight weeks, and. Sits up on her perch like a That's crazy. And then he called a large me... snake. He called me up and he was like, Do you want your snake back? And I go, The snake that I gave you? What snake? Like that thing's still... and he said, Yeah, the snake you gave me. And I'm like, hold on, wait a minute. It was like 1999 when I gave you that snake. It's still alive. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep. She's still alive. <laughs> Holy shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a real question. longevity as far as I don't know almost anyone who has
0: a carpet 20 years old. I know a few. Um, Mike's got Michael's got a few that are 20 Penel. years old. Yep. That makes sense. He's uh, he has his O2 Limke girl and she is phenomenal. It's one of the. F- few coastal carpets that i've ever seen that ever. makes
1: me feel like shit when o2 is like 20 <laughs> years ago oh dude tell me yeah. about <laughs> it <laughs> um
0: he has an o2 limke girl and i'm like what is, is that girl five <laughs> <laughs> he's one she is one of the few coastals that i will say is a genuine eight to nine footer most people when they say they have eight to nine foot coastals i'm six three and i hold up the snake like yeah this you and I'm measured like, the shed bitch that's i'm and i'm like there's no way this bitch is much bigger than six and a half, seven feet long. Yeah.
1: But no. I feel like people always say, like, I always hear about people's corn snakes. Well, it's four to five feet long. I was like, did you measure
0: that? Because they can look big, kind of, but like, I don't think. My kid has a male, a melanistic corn snake that is way bigger than any male corn snake should ever fucking be. Yeah. <laughs> And he will go from the end of a CB70 Uh all the way to that corner around the edge. So he's a good three and a half, four feet.
1: Where is this? This male that I have is 14 years. Oh, that's a king snake. I told you before (laughs) that like I know where all the snakes are. Now Mm. I look like a fucking idiot. This is a 14 year old male, and he's fat. And it's like this is like a two and a half foot snake.
0: Yeah, he's a little bit longer than. He's a little bit longer than that, but not by a whole lot. So he might be three, three and a half. But it's
1: like your core snake should be swimming in a yes. CB70. Like there should be a lot of room in there. Oh no, he does. He lives quite happily
0: in a CB70, and he has a lot of space. So
1: Evan was on the Instagram saying something, but who knows when that came up because I haven't looked at that <laughs> in like forever. Sorry, everyone who listens live. Like <laughs> we're just talking randomly, but you know that's how it goes.
0: Dude. Evan was actually the one who introduced me to this podcast.
1: <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. I mean, he was uh, the first one that we actually had over. Yeah. And I was like, is it viable to get a bunch of people to come over to my apartment? But you probably want to meet them first and get to know them. <laughs> There's no one. I mean, everyone who I've had over is like. I've met them before, and at least I feel that they're, you know, like a decent enough friend to where I'm like. To where you feel relatively safe. To where that I put snakes on Craigslist, and I'm like, I never want this person ever
0: back at my house. Mm -hmm. Like, fuck. How has, I've never, I have sold. I sell corn snakes. (laughs) I have sold items via Craigslist, and nobody has come over to my fucking house from Craigslist. So what the hell's it like selling (sighs) snakes on Craigslist? um well i try
1: not to but sometimes it's like if it's someone new and they want to know how to keep a corn snake it's much easier for me to demonstrate how to keep it if they see everything and like they may get excited at like you know some of the other snakes and be like i didn't even know that existed so Mm -hmm. that's always fun but you never really know who you're gonna get and usually it attracts the wrong crowd craigslist in general once you go to snakes Once you're at a low price point like Corn Snakes are, you attract a different kind of crowd. It's different with us who – if you're selling like a $400 snake at that price point,
0: that person probably really likes snakes. Yes. So – And hope – well, I've talked to a few breeders who sell – who will randomly have guys who just come up and go. I want that one. That's $2,500. What are you going to do with it? I've been wanting that I've been wanting that color forever and I I want that snake. And That's they have no intention of breeding it. It's going to be their pet. They're going to love it, but those guys are few and far between. Yeah, if you <laughs> find
1: a weird one-off collector guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it happens, but it is
0: I actually Eric Burke and I have talked quite a bit and Eric talks about this a lot. Can
1: you do a story while I pee and I'll listen to you through the bathroom door? (laughs) But like be very talkative. Absolutely. Because it might be a long one. I had a few beers (laughs) in between here. Absolutely. I'm trying to put down the microphone without
0: him and I have talked and where we're missing on, uh, snakes as pets in general is selling to the pet only market because inevitably every single animal that you sell becomes your competition because everybody wants to breed. And I don't know how you change the market or how you change marketing snakes or reptile pets in general to where they're similar to dogs. Like you have one dog, you might have two, but you have no intention of breeding them and you'll go out and spend $2,000 on a pet Rottweiler but yet you won't spend $2,000 on a pet snake. Instead, you want it for the cheapest price possible so you can go home and produce more of them. Yeah. That, I,
1: mean, I I almost sell exclusively to the pet trade.
0: Mm-hmm. Corn snakes have transitioned to that. Yeah. Which, I it has
1: its problems, and it has good points to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, as far as... You get, obviously, beginner people who don't know anything about snakes, and then, like, I had someone come over and ask what kind of crickets it took, and then I'm, like, calcium dusted. Now, now I was, like, dude, it eats pinkies, and he's, like, (laughs) what's a pinky? And then I'm, like, you're going to have to take off your pinkies, but, like, dude, it eats mice. Like, Mm -hmm. what? You haven't gotten this far? (laughs) Like, (laughs) I thought you would get this far if you were into getting a snake, but... But then again, there's you know a bunch of people who
0: don't give you problems, and Mm -hmm. I mean, no matter what that happens, but inevitably you are you are going to have all different kinds of people that sell, all the different kinds of people that buy. You're gonna have people like me that will come up to you and go, "How much is it?" Okay, cool. Here's your money. Give me the snake. Um, just out of curiosity, what's it eating? Just so I know what to buy. Okay, cool. Badass. And then you'll never fucking hear from me again. Yeah. Um, or then you'll get the ones who sit there and they harp you with fucking questions. <laughs> <laughs> About like, you should have this general knowledge before you came
1: to me. But I mean, and the people who are ready to learn, that is just as mm-hmm. well. But I mean, there's some that are uh, not as receptive, but. You know they want to tell you how they saw that someone kept their snake and it's well mm-hmm. you know I've proven successful so just take it from me a little bit like I mean you can always work with people but uh, it can be tough sometimes it can be I sold I sold a snake after 52 emails that was like three weeks ago and then i had to stay at a 711 and they didn't show up and then they realized it was the wrong 711 they sent me to so they sent me a new address for a new 711 then i sat there for 20 minutes while i was harassed by a homeless man and <laughs> that's cuz you live in dallas <laughs> that's because i had to go to a weird part of dallas to meet them <laughs> because they weren't not sketchy cuz it was off a of craigslist and that's folks why you don't
0: uh, if you don't have to go on craigslist don't 52 emails. After about six, I'm like, dude, just call me. Just. Well, the
1: thing is, she had to have her daughter do it because she didn't speak English well enough. Ah. So her daughter was text, was emailing. It was all fucked up. It was terrible. That's but I awful. mean, the daughter was like way into it. So mm-hmm. it was like, that's cool. But this is a real pain in the ass. But, and then, And then I would be like, so this is how you do this. And she's like, yeah, I know that. Well, it's like, I don't think you know that much, mm-hmm. to be honest. You sent me 52 emails
0: already, but whatever. That's You know what? Again, I've been keeping – it would be easier for me to tell you the snakes that I haven't kept than the snakes that I have. And if I have an issue with a corn snake, I'm going to text you and be like, hey, motherfucker, <laughs> what the hell's going on? And right if you have second? an issue with a corn snake, then you haven't <laughs> kept any other snakes. Exactly. <laughs> the only I mean, issue I've ever had is is that they really, really, really – Babies seem to really need to be assist-fed, at least in my experience.
1: It's um, I've found if you have, uh,
0: it's maybe like five to ten percent. Um, I most just apparently the, been really lucky and just gotten that ten percent of the babies that,
1: or maybe I'm just working with real old school stock who are. It also depends. You'll see mutations that maybe. Um, started out in southern Florida in the Keys mm-hmm. and shit like that, and they'll want a knolls first because obviously there's so many annolls in Florida. They're not starting out on anything but a knolls. They probably eat mostly knolls their whole life. So you'll find more problems depending on if, when you have a snake that ranges from New Jersey to the Florida Keys. I mean, at the end of the day, it's kind of like a jungle carpet and a Brisbane. Mm-hmm. They're the same but different.
0: If you go by DNA, there's no difference. Shiny eye, shiny however the hell you pronounce it. I
1: called it shiny eye yeah. when when <laughs> yeah. Austin was here. He was like, "What?" I was like, ah, "That sounds the coolest way I've heard it."
0: It's uh, it's like I've heard various different... It's made up. Various different <laughs> pronunciations of uh, <laughs> the genus of uh, cobras, Naja,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I always pronounce it Naja because that's how I heard naja. it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Chinei is apparently, if it apparently not a valid subspecies. If you're a DNA god, if you believe in DNA and believe that it is and all be all everything else, jungles and coastals are pretty much identical.
1: I know that's hogwash in my yeah. realm because uh, they're so different and so this. I mean, they're carpets, but I mean, it's
0: you can tell. The head structure is a little bit different. At least the lines the lines of coastals that I deal with are very different from that. Really? The As far as head structure goes. Um, I mean they definitely are just bigger in general. Yeah. They but. tend to be bigger and in my limited experience with jungles, the coastals seem to be a little bit tougher as far as temperatures go.
1: Jungles my jungles have
0: always been good. Yeah.
1: Which is weird, they're the most northern, so you'd think you had to keep them hotter. But I've always kept them 85 and everything's been good. But I have no experience with any other Mm -hmm. subspecies or species or whatever the fuck you want to call your carpets. (laughs) Like, so I don't have any
0: reference. Yeah. I've always kept, I've kept Coastals, IJs, and Jungles um, over the years. I don't have any Jungles at the moment. And Andrew Paris, if you keep your shit up, I just might end up having a jungle a lone male, which if I you're going to have. Gonna no have line, yeah. <laughs> you're going to end up with three fucking males. Dude.
1: Cause no one sells, no one sells a good female. Everyone knows that every time I've bought an adult female never works out. I will. Why would you get rid of, one? I will keep,
0: I will sell you my adult males all day long. If I have a adult female that has, that's you one that always eats, never had a I Problem always breeds for me, has always produced good clutches of eggs. The price tag that you're going it's to pay gold. for the price tag that you're going to pay for that snake. You're not going to want to pay for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's not. No. And then you run into the issue with. Um, acclimating it to where you are. Cause all right. You have. Bill Stegall, Michael Pinnell and me. All three of us keep carpet pythons. All three of us live within a, an, a hour, general, an hour yeah. of each other. And all three of us keep very differently. And all three of us have different factors that we use to uh, induce breeding. Yeah. Michael says that um, temperature is more of a factor for him. And so he just feeds weekly and doesn't do anything. I found cycle feeding is more of a factor for mine and temperature cycling does almost nothing for him. And Bill does a little bit of both. I mean, at the end of the
1: day, unless you're willing to strip down all the factors, if you want to do all of them, then that will probably work. If you want to do one of them, that may work. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've
0: found that they're just... I'm going to try my Bruttle's pythons the way that I try everything else. I'm going to take them down to about 75 degrees, which is about the coldest that my room gets, and see if it works. Probably won't, and I'll probably waste <laughs> the first few years that I try to breed them because... They don't – that seems to be a really, really, really big thing with them. But uh, there's a guy in Florida who bred Brettles pythons, keeping them at 83 degrees. Yeah. So.
1: The people have done the same with diamonds. Mm-hmm. And then the other people have tried fucking a million things to get diamonds and then there, read, so. And then
0: there are people that with diamonds that put them in styrofoam boxes in their garage in Maryland. Yeah, put some ice on those <laughs> motherfuckers. Where it gets just... 25 degrees outside. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's just – We're so far from knowing exactly what makes him tick. But I mean, I mean, I found that my if you put diamond blood in my jungle, I've kept it like a jungle and he's old as fuck Mm -hmm. and everything's cool. So I know people say your diamond jungle. So he's either 2011 or 2012. Okay, so old enough to wear. I
0: don't know to me that's not old as fuck to me, no he's, no he's, no it's not to me that's like a guy in his 20s and 30s it, it's <laughs> like you're in the prime of your life at that point yeah
1: no he just doesn't i think he's old as fuck because i have the idea of like if i get a female i'm starting from scratch and he's gonna be old as fuck by the time that female gets especially up. especially the age.
0: way you judging by what i've seen as far as your their size and everything else you're looking at four to five years before you're breeding. Yeah, like that there, there,
1: female in quotations took four
0: years to grow. <laughs> there, there, There's no way you're going to be breeding a female at two and a half years with the way no, you there's No, I don't that. For the record, there's no way I'm going to be Yeah. Um, breeding a female at two and a half years. I have a female T-negative blood python that is three years old, and I don't even think she weighs 10, 10 pounds yet. She'll, it'll be two more years before she's breeding size. Yeah. I mean... It just just slow grown. Mm -hmm. What's the hurry?
1: Yeah, especially if you're working with carpets. Jungles have been around. You're not gonna make some new jungle all of a sudden. I mean, the
0: only thing that you're hoping for is is black and yellow and a badass pattern. Yeah. Okay. You're not gonna. That happens in three years or five years, years, whatever. I mean. My female, my female caramel was breeding size at two and a half years. Tried breeding her at two and a half years, didn't work. Tried breeding her at three and a half years, didn't work. Tried breeding her at four and a half years, didn't work. Tried breeding her at five, boom, it worked. And maybe if you I went almost slow sold, and I made almost it. sold her. Yeah, I almost sold her. I'm and sorry. that's why you don't <laughs> buy adult females.
1: <laughs> so it's like. If you would have just slow grown her, she would have went at three or four. But you try to go
0: fast and
1: get and, her up quick, yeah.
0: And she still ended up going at four or five years, somewhere in that area. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, at some point, you're making more work for yourself and more of a detriment to your. And progress. again, she's
0: seven feet long and has a feed response that when you open up the tub, she's three feet out of the. Three feet out of her cage lunging at you. It's not pleasant.
1: (laughs) But, I mean, I always would rather have an asshole than someone who doesn't want to eat. Very true. I mean, that's really the worst thing with, I mean, for carpets, I feel like that's never the case.
0: No, they're almost all assholes and they all almost eat. I mean, like, either way, they're going to eat. I feel Mm -hmm. like it's just a matter of what they want to eat. you do run into periodic mousers you do run into periodic dumbasses that want chicks for some stupid reason yeah
1: i mean i've heard it a lot in scrubs as far as have you ever had a scent with
0: chicks or i haven't had to scent with uh chicks in order to get the one that matt bought off me started on rats i had to feed her the first four times on chicken which is weird because it's like what are they eating in the wild that's chicken like no earthly idea if she hadn't eaten chicken, I would have tried quail. <laughs> that but might have been closer. Uh, I don't know. I'm not even
1: sure what they're eating, though, in the wild. but No earthly idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I don't think people realize that. It will make me look stupid if someone's like, oh, you, you know about snakes. Like, what about scrub pythons? It's like, well you have to go balls deep in some of these things just to know half of what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Like I can keep a jungle carpet, but I don't know much about the natural history and biology as I do some of my other snakes.
0: Well, it's a lot easier with like your hognose snakes. That's a native to here. Yeah. It's like, I know the natural history of my bull snakes because they're native to here. Um, I know the natural history of most of the Morelia that I keep because of that Scrubs are no longer Morelia. They're Somalia. Somalia Som- some, ma- 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 some Latin. Sort of a dead S.
1: language. God damn it! Get out of here. S, which I don't <laughs> agree
0: with. I think they should be lumped in with retics. I don't think they should be their own separate. <gasps> That's but. so weird. They're like the <laughs> weird bridge
1: between retics and carpets. Mm-hmm.
0: But no, I don't. I will 100% tell you, I can keep a scrub python alive. And if you give me a wild, <laughs> if you give me a wild caught one, I can get it acclimated. When yeah. it comes to breeding, I am literally throwing darts. Yeah. <laughs> is this going to work? Fuck no. All right. Is this going to work? Fuck no. All right. Let's try a combination. Let's do these two things. Shit. <laughs> and it's
1: the thing is you need, you're need you waiting that six years for them to acclimate, and then you're waiting year after year to do these little tests. At mm-hmm. the end of the day, you have an
0: old scrub to wear. You have an old ah. irritable bitch of a female yeah. scrub. <laughs> That just looks at you at the end of the day and goes, I don't want this fucker in my cage anymore. Get him out. <laughs> Which is
1: why, like, someone needs to really go laser focus on there, it and it, keep
0: it going. There are two on the East Coast that are doing it. David Means. Uh, David Means and Chris Foley are going pretty laser focused. But on I it. think
1: David Means went hardcore and then he laid
0: off and then is going hardcore again. He, he's he gone in, an, in the decade or so that i've been doing carpets he's gone in and out of scrubs i want to say two or three times (laughs) clearly just you gotta stick with it at that point right yeah um he what they need is they need somebody who is willing to dedicate the time and the space yeah and the time that's such another thing (laughs) to where it's like like
1: sometimes melissa's like that snake's really cool But it's like, you don't understand, in order for me to breed that snake, like, I should probably only have that snake Mm -hmm. or be able to dedicate much more time to it. To breed scrubs, I probably
0: should get rid of most of my collection. I feel the same way even
1: with green trees, which people breed a lot, Mm -hmm. but it's like uh, the most successful people at green trees are the ones who are really just on green trees.
0: The only exception to that would be Bill-ish, though. He has carpets and some balls, but like... Well, I would put him primarily, I think. But if you're has, looking at
1: Rico, Buddy Bashemi, everyone else. Everybody else is just laser
0: focused on green trees. Yeah. Or at the bare minimum, arboreal stuff. Because most of the people that have green trees also emeralds. have emeralds, yeah. Amazons, <laughs> and uh, kendoya boas, that type shit.
1: So <laughs> weird how that all, it all lumps together in a weird way. Mm-hmm. The same way, you know, carpet people like scrubs because they used to be Morelia and that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Like you find that some subsets of the hobby just keep the same kind of shit. It's really weird.
0: Yeah. Um, back to Austin and his Brettles pythons, Austin. I used to think Brettles pythons would solve all the issues that, uh, People have with carpet pythons because all I've had, I've raised four of them. I've yet to successfully breed them, but I've raised four of them and they've all oh. been super sweet. They've all been super tame. They've all eaten like gangbusters until I got Austin's. They're more like a typical carpet. <laughs> they like to bite. Mm-hmm.
1: And he did not mention that when we were talking <laughs> to him. And it's like, I thought that they were the most calm of the Inlands are the most calm. Inlands are alive.
0: Yeah, is what I've heard. He has both mm-hmm. at this point Those are beautiful, by the way. If you've yeah. never seen them, it's seeing so them in tough. person is different than seeing a picture of them. It's like a lot
1: of my decisions. Uh, Melissa's halfway into them. So it's like she doesn't quite grasp the inland thing. I'm like, that's blue. She's like, that's fucking gray. I'm like, you don't understand. For a snake, that's blue. And then she's like all the lavender stuff. She's like, oh, that's not lavender. What is that? I'm like. It's the closest thing we have to
0: blue. Some islands. of my some of my panel uh, coastals have lavender in their sides. They kind of yeah. look that bluish <laughs> color sometimes, mm-hmm. and they have that lightish tone. To wear. I've been i my wife is not into snakes at all. Uh, doesn't like them. Um, if you're usually lucky if she walks into the room. So <laughs> the fact that yours actually comes into the room with you, that's amazing. They're also corn snakes <laughs> and not <Yes>. scrubs. So. <laughs> And the fact that I threatened to feed my Yorkie to the scrub python probably doesn't help matters. That's
1: probably a reasonable size meal. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, fucking, I don't know why you don't see an inland and say
0: that that's... See, I'm actually pissed about caramels because Michael Pinnell at NARBC had an inland at his table. And I looked at that and said, that was fucking amazing. I want one of those. And he told me, I probably – I didn't probably. I definitely fucked this up. Yeah. <laughs> I heard caramel. So I was all like, all right, I want a fucking caramel coastal. That's what I want. I want a sink that looks like that. It's a caramel coastal. So I bought a caramel and I grew it up and it doesn't fucking look like that. <laughs> That's like um,
1: just an inland. It's just something that no one's fucking with enough
0: at this point. You see – People in Oz are doing it, because those are the Murray Darlins. I mean... Yeah. But, I mean, that's pretty much all that they can mess with. Yeah, there's only so much they can do. Yeah. It's the reason why you go and... If you have... If you're on any Morelia Facebook group, there's some Australian people on there, and they will post some crazy outlandish shit, and you're just sitting there looking at them going where the hell did you find that? And they're like, oh, dude, this is in my backyard. But the same <laughs> with them
1: is I see in the corn hobby is that some of the best corns are in the UK. And I'm like, holy fuck, like that scale, like line bred animals because they take much more time with them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We tend to outbreed stuff, get wild caught stuff, and do a bunch of different shit. But the UK, they worked with what they had. They had four corn morphs and fucking drilled them until they were amazing and then were able to get scaleless over and then put scaleless into them. They're the best scaleless corns that you can get in the UK. I feel like in the US we have some of that. Our jungles, I don't see many jungles in Australia that can compete with our jungles just because that's all we had
0: and we were able to hammer that down. It also might have to do with the fact that um, back when jungles first started, you had... 50, 50, diamond jungles. And how then, dare you? And no, are no, no, no. you saying
1: that they're all interbred?
0: And then at some uh. point, at some point, what happened to the 50-50 diamond jungles? <laughs> they turned into pure jungles. Exactly. Duh, you
1: idiot. <laughs> yeah. What's wrong with you? They went from a golden black snake to a highlighter yellow golden exactly. black snake. By fucking nature.
0: How dare you
1: suggest that they're interbred. Oh, my God. All our snakes are pure. They're all straight from Australia. And they it. all
0: came straight from a little teeny tiny rock in Australia where they were picked up and they were gently coddled, yes. put in a bag, put in a crate shipped over here via air freight so that way they're legally
1: not... god damn it
0: oh and of course legally yes legally <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah i mean the fact that some people sell pure jungles is fucking horse shit mm-hmm. but i mean i just look for the best
0: jungle i can and that's i'll take that it depend- as a jungle <laughs> it, it all depends on what you're and what you're after like yeah.
1: But that fucking Palmerston that you saw that Nick posted, mm-hmm. I'm like, that's ugly. But that's my kind of ugly. Like yeah. that gold and black, I'll take that, motherfucker. Like, that
0: is an absolutely gorgeous. But that's
1: only pretty to us. Yes, <laughs> like it's like. A nor- I've realized a, that a normal
0: person, you pull out the jungle, you pull out your highlighter jungle, and that's like, oh god, that's amazing. <sighs> I want that. And then you pull out the Palmerston, and they're like, well, what the fuck is this? It's what a dirty. piece of shit. It's dirty. <laughs> And you and I are looking at that going, that's not dirty. That's gorgeous. (laughs) Yeah. It's the
1: same way as where a pure, uh, just a green, green tree python, everyone's like, that's the most amazing thing. Then we're like, just wait a second. Look at this one that's filled with black specks. And then everyone's like,
0: what? What? Yeah. What the fuck is that? It's like like you
1: wouldn't understand.
0: (laughs) The ball python hobby. Yeah. If If you take a normal person off the street, the two I can almost guarantee you that the three morphs that a normal non-snake person will love the most.
1: Albino, albino, and albino.
0: Albino, <laughs> pied, probably banana because it's close enough to an albino. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. And none of those, just as the base morphs, are particularly expensive.
1: No. Or people care to breed. It's all byproduct. Mm-hmm. So it's like. At some point, we're taking, we're just creating our own bullshit. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's really it. I mean, they're all just snakes in a
0: tub. but And the most important part, and try to get this through to people on Facebook and it doesn't fucking work. You are dealing with snakes in a box. More importantly, they're your snakes in a box. If you want to take your carpet python and breed it to a ball python, by all means, do it. Post it up, be proud of it, enjoy it. Enjoy the product. Whatever. If I'll you, shit on you, but he's <laughs> not doing it. Be prepared if you decide to do that, that there are going to be people that are going to type in all caps. And I'm and like threaten, That's to, cool, but I threaten mean... to strangle you. Um. But they're your snakes in a box. Do what makes you happy. Yeah. If setting them up if keeping them in tubs and making them super easy to care for and like it's just a cleanliness thing. Like for if me. um if I deep clean, I I, I can deep clean eighty percent of my collection in about an hour. Yeah. Okay. My eight four foot cages take me like eight hours to clean, and
1: you never get those corners. No, and you never get filled them fully with cleaned. eight years of shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I learned that I used to have that pine snake in like a four foot cage. With a skink up above it. And it was like, (laughs) try to get a pine pine snake shit out of there. You just never find it all. Mm -mm. It's just so weird how a cage just becomes so much harder. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, just because I act like it's a fucking, at at the same time, it's not a doctor's office. We're never going to be sterile. No. No but i try to be as clean as possible which is silly because you're taking a bunch of snakes who live in
0: dirt but i mean not only that but I don't inevitably get it. inevitably the second you change their water bowl <laughs> and the second you change their cage they are going to shit all over them especially yeah. if you keep colubrids it's just going to happen
1: it's just a weird thing where that's i feel like we get in our our own way mm-hmm. i mean you can do whatever you can do a bunch of different things they all
0: work but i've learned a few different things the hard way over the years um the very first uh, borneo short tail that i got i micromanaged like a motherfucker and it got an ri and it got all this shit and everything else do you know when it became normal and When you went borderline animal neglect on it. Basically, (laughs) I said, fuck this, and I set it up in a tub, and I put it in a corner, and I damn near forgot about it. Because that's what Ryan
1: said. He's like, I took this thing out, and it fucking gets a sniffle. Like, Mm. any changes will fuck up a red blood from what I hear. Yeah.
0: They do not like change. Um, Most of mine, my three-year-olds are handleable. I would not call them tame. They don't bite. They are handleable. You can reach into their cage. You can pick them up without getting bit, typically. Unless you do something stupid and reach into their cage smelling like a rat, in which case yeah. you deserve to be bit.
1: Yeah, like, this is not an athlete. Look no. at it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but all my young ones tend to be... I don't want to use the term aggressive, because even my big scrub isn't a, isn't what I would term aggressive. They are very defensive. They... Yeah. They don't want to be messed with, and they are using the only option that they have to get you to leave them the fuck alone. Yeah. And that's basically all they do. And that's basically my blood pythons that are two years and younger. They, You open up the tub, and they open-mouth gape at you, and they strike at you, and you look at them, and you're like, all I want to do is give you water and clean your cage. <laughs>
1: <laughs> trying to help you. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's how I... I I'm not sure if you can tame an animal, but... Corn snakes, you can. I'm I know. Pretty sure, I'm pretty yeah. sure corn snakes are pretty tame at this point. in their... And plus, the more you handle them, the cooler they seem. But, I mean, for me, like, you picked up all the snakes that I never pick up today. Mm-hmm. They didn't bite you, but mm-hmm. it's like I just don't pick them up because they do the universal sign for not pick me up. Meaning, mm-hmm. like, rattling their tail and hiss at you. Then I'm like, all right, bro. <laughs> I see what you want. And I'll give it to you because, like. Mm-hmm. whatever it doesn't matter to me i don't need any uh affection towards these guys i kept venomous for
0: years and because of that and you handled them freely a lot oh absolutely i Steve them I, on the head i steve Irwin them <laughs> it means
1: you screamed and ran around but then you had them exactly. by the tail <laughs>
0: look at this one mate look at <laughs> this one <laughs> um, and because of that i don't handle snakes like i i'm i have my idea of a tame snake is a snake that I can go in, pick it up, put it in a container, clean its cage, pick it up again, and put it back in its cage. Yeah, it's perfect. And not get bit. That's my idea of a clean. That's my idea of a tame snake. Yeah. My idea of a tame snake is not taking it out, putting it in my lap, and going and watching fucking TV with it. Yeah. Your snake doesn't give a shit about the Walking Dead.
1: <laughs> no. Hello? Hey, what's up? Hello, you I'm are like. Walking- you're like, an app. this has been, you, you're not here, so you can't really keep us on subject on things, but.
0: This has been interesting. Okay, so it's been so we're just yeah, talking
1: about a bunch of different things. Okay. It. Well, we're still going if you want to allow us to keep on going, <laughs> unless you want to, okay. We're just going to keep on going with this podcast thing. Um, We were talking, no, all the beers are here. <laughs> we just drank most of them. Or I guess I drank most of them.
0: Yeah, I'm nursing a hangover today, so I'm kind of taking it easy.
1: But he, he acted like he was the lamest guest, but he doesn't know that Evan drank all Dr. Pepper. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> he just drank like five cups of Dr. Pepper. He just hopped up on Mountain Dew on the <laughs> podcast. Well, but, but here. Oh, there you go. Some We didn't start over Instagram. I don't give a fuck. Um,
0: what were you talking about? I have no earthly idea. <laughs> so, Snakes, huh? Uh-huh. I know that there was blood python talk. I know there was scrub talk. I know. So I was like,
1: I don't handle my snakes. No, I don't. Um, I rarely put top hats on them. No, no. Definitely they, don't. They, put they top tend hats to like on. that. This was it a Mexican hog nose? Because that's funny. No, I showed uh, it to you. I don't remember. But yeah,
3: very
0: interesting. My, How dare them! My wife went through and put a lion's mane on one of my carpets. See that's where it starts, and full tuxedo and everything, you know. And I was like, "No, they're pop tops." And I was like, Um, "I just did a weird uh, judo move." It's a, it's a testament. It's a testament to how well tempered they can be. If you can mess around enough with a
1: carpet python's head and put a lion mane on it. I would say that's basically
0: I'll see if I can dog. find the picture and post it to your Facebook page and and, and write blasphemy uh-huh. across the top. But no, it's it's a testament to how tame they can be if you actually take the time to work with them. Yeah. Cuz that uh, that that particular animal was back when I only had two, and I actually held them.
1: And I think it really comes to the fact is we're learning to work with them, not them learning to work with us. I think I we're think mostly.
0: It's, I think it's more of a. I wouldn't go so far as it's more, um, us learning to work with them. I think it's more of a mutual thing. I think they really? they need to figure out that we're not going to eat them. That's true. And then once they figure out that we're not going to eat them, they're, they're pretty cool. And then if you, as you learn your animal, you learn how to pick them up and how to move around them to where you don't startle them, where you don't piss them off.
1: And then there's just those animals that don't
0: respond to either of those things. My scrub. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Actually, like... no, 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 no. Um, I've got a buddy in the UK, and he sent me over directions on how to handle them, on how he handles his scrubs because he has a large collection of scrubs.
1: Use hook. Put in tub. Close he is tub.
0: a <laughs> bastard. His first ever clutch of eggs and his first ever hatchlings, pythons, was were ox- scrubs. Was oxible scrubs. <laughs> Oxables. There are those people, though. <laughs> yes. Um, but he sent me over directions and I used them on my girl and I got her out. I got her some good exercise, got her handled and I didn't bleed. So it works. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, I guess if you're willing to
0: put that in your hands all the time, then I'm not. Uh, she's in a trap box for a reason. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, for me, I just don't care to have handleable animals. It just doesn't matter to it me doesn't... one way or another.
0: My wife said, why do okay, my entry, I have spotted pythons. I clean them last because their feed response is insane. And I will end up with a non usable hand because they're trying to eat my hand. (laughs) Like they will full wrap my hand. So I clean their cage last and I let them sit there. And she goes, well, why why don't you try taking you off? And I'm like, he'll figure out I'm not food in a minute. Ten minutes later, he figures out I'm not food. He lets go and he goes crawls off.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But luckily enough, it's
0: a snake that's that size that you're able to do that. It's it's it is not a seven foot carpet python. It is. It's a a
1: mixture between you're willing to work with it because it won't do any yeah cause any harm to
0: you. Yes, my my big female carpet gets hooked. Yeah. Um, And if she even looks the least bit sketchy, she, by hands, don't go anywhere near her. It's all hook. You just gently hook her. Hook her. (laughs) Hook her. Sorry. (laughs) Um, You gently hook her and... We're real mature over here. We are very mature. We couldn't even pick it past (laughs) 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 hooker. You use the hook and you put her... I have a big trash can that I use for a holding bin for my adults Mm -hmm. for while I clean their cage. And you basically... Take her, use the hook, get her in the trash can. Don't ever touch her. Clean out the cage. Use the hook. Get her back into her cage. That's if she's being sketchy. If she's not being sketchy, my hands touch her. Yeah. but I mean, I don't think – I mean, for me, it's like
1: I'll hold you if you're cooperating at the moment and it makes me easy to clean them. Otherwise, you know, I'll put them in another tub, put them in a – like I have, if I had a garbage can like that. My fours
0: line brettles python is probably the closest thing that I have to a snake that I would actually sit down and watch like TV shows with.
1: I do that with my my olive sort of. I take her out like you. Was, you He's, were like <laughs> that was the one snake where you were like, I've seen this bite a lot of people. And I'm like, that's the one that hasn't bit me. And you picked up all the other fucking psychos. Like, why do you even <laughs> like that's the one?
0: Um, My Woma. We'll do the strangest shit. You'll be holding him, and he'll be doing fine. And he'll just come up, and he'll go, hmm, 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 and then wrap your hand. Yeah. spines mean, do the same thing, too. Liasis do that, too. But mm. it's
1: just my olive ended up being a good apple instead of – it used to. And the fact is that, like, people are like, whatever, you get bit. But, like, you don't understand. You'll have an olive python on you for, like, 15 minutes. Like, it's not easy to get off. Like, the one time I had her wrapped around me – it took me a long time and it, she didn't she didn't s back and strike. She just opened her mouth and decided to, you know, mm-hmm. latch
0: down and. My feed response bite from an adult carpet. Lasted 15 to 20 minutes. <laughs> lasted 15 to 20 minutes and ended with me screaming bloody murder.
3: <laughs> what, what did you try to get it off i didn't try
0: anything oh
3: okay just hung just held it till it was ready to yeah, let go yeah
0: my my wife heard me go ow you fucking asshole <laughs> and then she comes in and she goes what and i go this this is
3: on my hand and <laughs> it's, it's hanging it's
0: a seven foot coastal that's like that big Jesus. okay she she was like, what are you going to do? And I'm like, well, he'll figure out I'm not food eventually. And she goes, what happens if he doesn't? And I'm like, well, then we'll come to that when we No, <laughs> no, your immediate thought should be, how do I get this off of me? He bit me in such a way that it wasn't causing me immediate harm. Okay, okay. Um, the worst bite I've ever gotten, yeah, the worst bite I've ever gotten was from an adult Borneo short tail python. And the way that she rapped, she bit, both of my feed response bites has started... With a right, right there here. okay and the way Which that she the your yeah <laughs> and it hurts <laughs> like a motherfucker spot. and the way that she wrapped she took these two fingers and bent them all the way back here Jeez. so she broke i broke this finger she broke can't, your finger uh-huh. just wrapping that's ridiculous dislocated both of them holy fuck that's <laughs> awesome wait <laughs> are you
1: about
3: to get a short tail
1: well, i would like one oh, no, And.
3: you
0: matt would be short tails it's the reason why this finger perfectly matches that one because i went to the doctor and he did the reduction on both fingers and he said oh yeah this one's broke and he took a tongue depressor stuck it to it and taped it and said have a nice day
1: <laughs> that's texas healthcare uh-huh. <laughs> um, evan asked, how's the who's evan how's
0: the mm-hmm. you got for me he's good he's in with a 20 year old female right now i'm trying to get her to go this year <laughs> um Andy mature Hunter. Oh yes, <laughs>
1: and from what it seems like they all are. Mm-hmm. And dude, I wanted to pull the trigger so bad on an
0: anthill python. I saw him at a show oh. once. It's like
1: you beautiful you, little guy.
0: Oh, wait a minute, you deal with corn snakes. You would be used. You would be used to babies that size. One of the reasons. But then why, again,
1: like they're a little bit harder to get started. I one heard. of the reasons
0: why I went with spotted pythons is like they they tend to eat. They tend to eat mice right off the bat. But I
1: think that's maybe just because we've bred them more. Possibly. generations in captivity. Um,
0: back to the Barkers. I had a conversation with Dave Barker, and this is what he said with Spotted Pythons. He said, Dave, if I'm misquoting you. He's, he definitely listens to this podcast yeah. <laughs> every day. He's like, wait, let's take a let's if take you a If you happen <laughs> to stumble across this and I misquote you, I'm very, very sorry. But I swear to God, this is what he said. He said, you get them out of the egg and you stick a pinky in front of their face. So when does that eat the pinky right away, you keep those back for your breeder stock. The ones that don't, you kill. See, that's what that's what I was talking about. About those old school savages. I would not I I would I would at least attempt to get them eating. If if you if they don't eat if they don't eat, I have animals that eat snakes See, specifically those... for that reason. See,
3: but I'm sorry. You're not <laughs> even giving them
1: two chances. Come on. We're in the those world. Those are those old school savages who are just like, it's fucking livestock. eater be and It's fucking donezo. That's why I respect that and disagree with it, but agree with it all at the same time. Because it's like my corn snakes, it's like. I don't. If I understand, if I had a thousand of you, maybe I would just give you to a to a king snake. Mm-hmm. That'd be a lot easier, and just repurpose you as
0: food. But I want to try. I That's have a, a weird thing. I have a buddy, and me and him talk about culling quite a bit, and he has the same opinion on culling that I do. Basically, By the way,
1: no one talks
0: about this. No, it doesn't because no, they don't. snakes never die. But. He has the same opinion that I do. And it's like, I don't know if it, cause he's, he's in his mid forties. And I said, I don't know if it's an age thing. I don't know if it's because I'm in my late thirties and I've just.
1: You guys are over the hill. Yeah. I, I just,
0: I, <laughs> I, I, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because I'm also, I also produce two to three clutches a year. So 30 to 90 babies, depending upon the size of the size of the clutch. He produces very manageable. Amount yeah, of, yeah. He produces over two hundred babies, and it's like, listen, if you don't want to eat, that's fine. I have something that will eat you yeah. if you don't.
1: <laughs> if you don't want to eat, yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. At some point, it's like I can either feed my king snake rodents, or we can go the corn snake route. Mm-hmm. You know, and either way, it's like maybe that wasn't a viable baby at the there.
0: I had a I had a point in my life where I was importing large large amounts of, like, uh, venomous stuff. And I imported a couple of, uh, I don't know what they're called in the viper world, as far as if they're called clutches or whatever they're called when they give live birth. Babies, babies that babies. came out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, I I ended up importing a couple of clutches of uh, Gaboon Vipers, and they were all set up the same, and they were all eating, they were all fine, and then 70% of them, or no, not 70%, like 30 or 40% of them died. Just yeah died so some of them are supposed to be eaten by birds
1: that's there's (laughs) a certain percentage that are just not gonna make it in the wild that's why we have so many babies Mm -hmm. especially if you have things like like corn snakes in the wild that have multiple clutches they can have two clutches a year i've heard three
0: i've never seen one triple clutch but i i can't remember which colubrid it was but i know somebody must be feeding that thing fucking jerk no shit (laughs)
2: I don't
1: know what they're feeding that fucking thing. But I I mean, two, even two is a stretch because usually the second clutch is not viable. In the wild, I can imagine they rarely double clutch. It took
0: me a long, long time to get my – it took me a while to get my female uh, bull snake back up to weight before I would even think about double clutching her. her... All my
1: problems would happen – well, they usually double clutch whether you like it or not once Uh, they get to a certain point. And all your problems happen on the double clutch. clutch. That's not viable. It's It's, like – Oh, this
0: is the twisted duck with a fucking all the non-viable eggs. There was somebody on Facebook that was uh, talking about um, what do you do with eggs that go bad and everything or eggs that look like they're going bad or everything else. And I said, I will tell you to incubate it. I will also tell you that what comes out of there will probably be – whatever issues you could possibly have with the baby will probably come from that one.
1: That little boobag will <laughs> never eat. Yes. <laughs> um, quick question.
3: Someone asked, what's a better morph? I'm assuming they're saying coastal Mojave, Mojave or spider. Um, I don't
1: know, know C- I don't know what they're talking about. They put C-O-S? Cuz Mojave.
0: I don't know what that means. I don't know, man. Dude, As far as the question about what morph is better, the COS, Mojave, the Mojave or spider, it is 100% up to you. Whatever you like, go for it. If you look at a Mojave and go, that is a badass snake, buy it. If you look at the spider and you say that's a badass snake, badass.
1: Dude, if someone in the ball python world was like, I fucking love cinnamons and decided to make them black, just the regular cinnamon mm-hmm. and line breed them, they would probably be able to sell them for $200 instead of the $50 that they fetch now. I mean, if there's something that you like in ball pythons, go for it and there line a, breed it and you may work out. It may work there out. There was a
0: guy at the Repticon in Pasadena and he only did one show and I ended up getting his card because he had, if I ever decided to do pastel ball pythons, I wanted to buy one of his pastels. And there's he so had, many he, shit ones out there. He had the absolutely gorgeous single gene, like not even like super pastels, just single gene pastels. And they were absolutely stunning. He had spent yeah. some time, picked up the right animals and bred them.
1: Which no one has done.
0: No one oh, does because all they want is gene A and gene They
1: gene want five genes in this mm. motherfucker. But I mean, if you're looking at jungle carpets and saying there's a big difference between just ones that people willy nilly breed the ones that lime breed, then think about pastel ball pythons.
0: They can become just as black and yellow as jungle you carpets. Could, Ryan's, uh, you could go to any flipper and pick out a jungle carpet. Okay, and that's that movie the, with the dolphin, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> the 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 uninitiated will look at that and then go to like Headhunter's website and look at a. I'm going to use. Why Headhunter,
1: is there so expensive?
0: And go to Headhunters and go. There's no difference between my jungle and your jungle. And then you and I will look at that and go, yes, there is a fucking yeah. difference. The people who care, care motherfucker. Yes. <laughs> so let the market speak. No one will buy your shit. That's the whole mm-hmm. thing.
1: Like at the end of the day, your snakes don't sell because you didn't take the time in the beginning to do the work to get your best quality animal. I mean, if I bred my carpets together, mm-hmm. I'm not selling them for four hundred dollars like Andrew Paris does his. Mm-mm. I'm selling them for two fifty because I know they're not as good. They may be pet quality. They're gonna look fucking great, but they're not Headhunter. They're not Andrew Paris because I didn't do that You, you I didn't haven't, put in you the haven't work in the work yet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is my first generation, no one knows who I am. I don't have I don't even have the audacity or the balls to say this is a four hundred dollar carpet. You know, I, produce,
0: like, I produce normal coastals that I will gladly and happily sell for $90. Which pr- may come
1: even from Michael Pinnell, uh-huh. but you're like. Um, <laughs> that I will
0: gladly and happily sell for $90. Then I produce normal coastals that I look at that and I go, no, that's like a $300 animal. Mm-hmm. No. And if you want to pay $300 for it, you can have it. Otherwise, it will stay here. But usually
1: <laughs> that's your mental, like, I'm going to keep this, but you're like, yes. this is just going to be expensive. Yes,
0: those are typically my holdbacks that are priced like that. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, it's
1: probably worth that, but it's there's going to just be so much variation in every single clutch that it's mm-hmm. – especially in carpets, there seems to be and a lot.
0: like, Michael's going to pick out something completely different than what you would pick out than what I would be looking for. Yeah. So, yeah.
3: Total, total side note, but from what it seems, y'all haven't stayed on topic. Um, <laughs> we had a topic. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dave, I don't know if you've listened to some of our previous podcasts, but we have some dedicated viewers whose favorite thing to do is to compare our guest to someone in oh, in, in the Christ. entertainment world, <laughs> um, so yours is actually way better than some previous ones. Joe is named Shrek, but after he turns into a human, I can see that. <laughs> actually, <laughs> um, we didn't. We had to Google it. Like I didn't even remember what you Shrek was. you never watched. The
0: sh- oh, but we didn't
3: remember after. But, Dude,
0: I watch cartoons. I love cartoons. <laughs> but we didn't remember after <laughs> the human part.
3: Um, Evan is named
0: Ice Cube, which. I was I was going to I was going to say if he was Ice Cube I could almost see that if he was Ice T there is no fucking way no way no way
3: <laughs> but Ice Cube um, Ryan Sullivan is Shrek's donkey that I, I don't see at all
0: he he he's a fucking Hobbit yeah.
3: um, Austin of Rage Weird Reptiles is how do, uh, Ragnar oh yes
0: Ragnar. I one hundred percent agree with that if and Rage that is, is badass be
1: beautiful man that's beautiful
0: Ragnar Lothbrook is a fucking savage oh, and bad a badass. Um,
1: so
3: you are said to be. Wait, let me let me make sure I oh, get no. it correctly. No, it's really nice. Um shoot, shoot. Dave looks kind of like an older version of Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> I'll take that. that I really think that's really a great really
2: compliment.
1: I'll, like, I'll, that I'll, is I'll
3: very I'll
2: nice.
1: I'll take that. I'll I'll take a they're like, you kind of, of look like the be- most beautiful man in the world, <laughs> just a little bit older. You're like,
0: yeah, I think I'll take that. <laughs> I'll tell, my, I'll tell my wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Evan. Very rough, and even watch oh her.
1: god. <laughs> <laughs> he is a little fucked. The police, Evan. Mm, oh he yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get into that. That makes sense, but uh, what the. It's the well, whole why? thing. How dare you throw a wrench into this whole conversation oh, that was very directed in one why? direction? I know. It a it's like have we talked about the same thing ten times or ten things one time? I don't know. Billy Pat says, "Draw me
2: like one of your French
1: girls." <laughs> <laughs> You don't want me to draw you. You do do not want me to draw you (laughs) at all. It will end
0: up being a stick figure. I just wish it
1: was a coastal carpet. You just (laughs) you just drew it, and you're like, I imagined you as beautiful as you ever could be, and it's it's a carpet. (laughs) Do
3: Do you think carpets are the most beautiful snake you've ever seen?
0: No. No.
3: What's the most beautiful snake?
0: it would be really torn between a banded egyptian cobra oh, very specific very specific or t neg albino blood wait
3: what that what was that english t neg
0: it's a so you have two <laughs> different types of uh, albino blood pythons you have the t positive which is the caramel albino they tend to be a little bit of yellow and purple okay. and then you which have Yes. Father, which
1: I don't know what to is. That no fucking earthly. Like- but if you yeah, say it correctly, it makes it. you sound smart. Yes. <laughs> I didn't it. even
0: know how to pronounce it, so you did better than I tyrosicine. did. scene. Okay. And um, the T-Negs is pretty much nothing but yellow, but pretty much nothing but red and white. And okay. they are absolutely stunning.
3: T-Neg Ty- <laughs> albino blood python? Mm-hmm. Okay. Or the... What well, was it? Already lost the first one. Um, Egyptian cobra.
0: Egyptian cobra. Naja andalufur. So Tyrannosaurus
1: Rex positive, blood python <laughs> negative. Negative. Oh sorry. Right. Oh sorry. sorry. <laughs> but like, what the fuck is that, oh, dude? I I made a That's thought. The most
2: snake.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're looking for like the second grade questions, Melissa is there for you. Like, awesome. The what's the most part. prettiest snake so you I know enough. of? That's not how okay so what'd you keep as far as i know you said gaboon vipers but
0: i mean what'd you keep i had, as I had as venomous Gubus. i had a the, most of the vipers that i kept were basically so you um, just like a yeah. yeah i like you i like fast skinny
1: what fucks me up is those weird australian colubrid looking oh even the colubrids in australia will fuck your world up it's like that is like a corn snake but it's a colette's Fucking! It will kill me ten times over. Snake. It's a. It's a rear like, What is
0: going on? You look at it and you go, "That looks like a corn snake. That's so sweet." And then you find out that it's a rear frame, rear fanged, and unlike it's like a boom sling where the rear fang will actually fuck you up, not like your hog nose where.
1: I think it's just so silly being like, all right, let's take someone, tell them, look for a triangular head on the venomous reptile, and then go over to Australia and fucking the only things that will kill you are, th- are things that don't have a triangular head. <laughs> You're like, that carpet python's definitely venomous, but that Colette snake or that brown snake <laughs> or oh, the red belly, well, no, sure actually the red a- belly
0: black apparently don't bite. So I've oh,
1: I've heard so many stories of Australians just saying fuck it and just <laughs> handling everything. Mm-hmm. If Which they have
3: everything. if you have everything, <laughs> no, well, no, but no, I no, mean no, like no.
0: venomous. I will, I will tell you from experience. If you are going to free handle anything, free handling elapids is probably the easiest thing to do. They tend to be very predictable. They tend to.
1: You heard it here. Free handle all your elapids. <laughs> if,
0: if you're going to do that, if you're going to pull an Australian elapids are the way to do it. There's a reason why they learned how to do it the way that they do it. It's because it's easier to work. They're, they're mm-hmm. very predictable and they're easier to work with. Like, try doing that shit with the Western Diamondback. It's I not mean, if work. you
1: if you have pines, you know how they act. Mm-hmm. You know their defensive posture. You know everything, so that makes sense. I mean, I don't want to call anyone out, but it rhymes with viper fleeper. But <laughs> you see that he got he got bit in between his toes by his king cobra.
0: That's because he's a dumbass and lets it run around on the. And then the calls floor. it cute names and shit. Yeah. But
1: it's like he got bit right in between his toes and there was a wet spot, so it wasn't a dry bite. Oh. It was a wet spot in between his fat toe. Oh, I God. didn't even know he could walk, but he got <laughs> it. In right in between his fat little fucking toes, if there's any space left. I just poured beer on myself. <laughs> we're not that drunk. We're no, not no no that no, drunk. we're not that drunk. Um, Evan asked Date,
3: have you ever had dark
0: frogs? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I drink the beer I try there, I right tried to
1: recoup the beer that fell <laughs> down my leg and scoop it up and then <laughs> sip it like oh, a God. little
0: like a little kitten. But no, never work. had dart frogs. Never really had an interest in dart frogs. <laughs> He's a hypocrite fucktard. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, the guy y'all are talking about. Oh, okay. Uh, so <laughs> no. if it. If it's really
1: bad when your your comment comes across YouTube and it's blocked and you have to <laughs> yeah. allow it. Yeah, I think
3: one time someone used
1: something inappropriate and I blocked them. Uh, Since that YouTube has made us like a hard N word is what really happened. Any curse merge, up. basically
3: we have to approve the comment. Uh, what they don't
1: know his name rhymes with what? Um, he's on YouTube. If you Google fucking venomous cuties you'll find them okay. or whatever you want i don't know just google keeping king cobras and he'll pop up <laughs> google um viper keeper and he'll come up I that think. one works <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um google person who goes around in a motorized wheelchair and reptile shows and he'll come up that's fine no he's just really fat yeah. It's not that he can't walk. He's just lazy. I was going to
0: say, all of his videos, he's walking around finds. He's
1: not very elusive. As mm. co- That's why he keeps mostly smaller things. He's not I very elusive. I didn't know that he no, got No, I'm kidding. I man. didn't know
0: that he got bit. That was the news. That was interesting. Yeah, man.
1: He got bit in between his toes. And then the thing is, it's hard because I feel where he's coming from. He's like, I showed that to show what can
0: happen. Mm-hmm.
1: And then people got all over him on it. Well,
0: okay. Keeping venomous reptiles is different. Like, it's like writing... Sport bikes. Okay, so keeping reptiles is like riding Harleys. I know people that have ridden Harleys for 30 years and have never wrecked, never had yeah. any issue. You ride a sport bike, it's not a question of if you're going down, when. it's a matter of when. You keep venomous reptiles, it's not a question of if you're going to get bit, it's a matter of when you get bit and how bad is that bite going to fuck you over.
1: And there, I don't know anyone who's kept them for a certain amount of time that hasn't had a bite, whether it's dry or a close, or... Or
0: a close <laughs> call.
1: Or a broken chair.
0: That's fucking awesome. (laughs) Hey, now we're the same height.
1: (laughs) I'm offended. I'm Shrek, goddammit. (laughs) If if anyone's listening on the download, Dave just broke our chair. And now he's basically sitting on the floor, Indian style. But I mean, it really is a matter of like, uh, it's venomous reptiles. Yeah. I mean, I never thought I'd get bit by my jungle
0: carpet, but it happens sometimes. Yeah. I got a dry know. bite by a black neck spitting cobra. Bit me in the stomach, and it was dry. That scared the bad. fuck out of me. <laughs> bit in the stomach. That- Nine. Okay. Nine times out of ten, <laughs> when I went to work with this animal, you opened up his cage, you lift out up his hide box, and he shoots straight over this way. One fucking goddamn time, he shot straight out of the fucking cage and hit me in the stomach. Okay, like mouth open, ready to go. Got and you. what I think happened is, is he bumped my stomach and then bit out a reflex. And because it was a reflex bite, that's why it was dry. Try. I put him back in his cage, went over to my brother. Because uh, I had a rule that I never handled any of my shit when there was nobody else home. That's very smart. Yes. So that way you don't come home and find me on the floor going, to oh. oh. But yeah. Gorgeous yeah <laughs> especially a
1: neurotoxic bite you yeah. would be um, a slug before anyone even really, got to you.
0: they don't really have that much of a neurotoxic component that's more uh uh Hemo- necrotic toxic? oh really yeah which is weird for a because, cobra well no they they use theirs more for defensive they spit at it so it's maybe deed so you'll burn your
1: eyes out mm-hmm. that's excellent yeah that's
0: really nice of them yep so I went over to my brother and I go, I just got bit. And he goes, what do we do? And I'm like, I have no earthly I mean, I'm going to be here, (laughs) but whether I'm responsive when you get
1: here is really the question.
0: I'm not going to drive a motor vehicle right Mm -hmm. now.
1: But if you die, it won't be that painful.
0: Eh, Possibly? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I
1: haven't died by Egyptian cobra yet. No, don't want to. But, I mean, if you want to take a good neurotoxic big king cobra
0: bite, that might be all right. Have you ever read anything Greg Fry's written on the subject?
1: No, but I heard he's bled from pretty much
0: every orifice of his body. He says he says a king cobra bite is like taking acid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly how I want to die. That's what I. So was if saying. you're going to die by a, if you're going to die by a venomous snake bite, getting bit and going on an acid trip is probably one of the best ways to do it. I do that voluntarily. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
1: I will do that whenever but it's like I mean the thing is losing all your motor functions and fucking visuals what just happened on the he, chat He's Leo he can afford a new chair and then <laughs> Oh <okay. Lulis>, god <laughs> said he can afford like more than your life and someone said this he can afford more than our lives combined
3: just Talking about your wealth.
1: This right? ship oh, yeah. hit no, the no, ice I was, cube. I was
0: actually laughing at uh Evan's comment. If uh, I had known it was going to be this long, I would have just shown up. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, this ship hit the ice
1: cube long ago yeah, and yeah, is now sinking. <laughs> yeah, ice cube. Like, Evan, you get it? That was God, a fucking. God, uh, I didn't get it. <laughs> it was like a punish, if that <laughs> makes sense. Evan
3: says he has to finish a dart frog build. He's building a dart frog something for Carpet Fest. Well,
1: this is the second part of the show where we start talking about dart frogs
0: Ah, because no one knows anything about dart frogs. I know that if you get wild caught ones, they are poisonous. If you, as soon as they... Are in captivity. Are not eating whatever. As soon as they're in captivity for longer than a couple months, they are no longer poisonous.
1: And that's science. Mm-hmm. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Evan's kept him alive for five days, so he's basically an expert. He's more of an expert. He's better than either of us. Yeah. Well, the blue ones are called Azurius, I think.
0: That's there's one. There's one that's uh, like a reticulated one that's like blue and black. That one's they're blue. longer than the others mm-hmm. and eat bats.
1: what the fuck are we talking about (laughs) 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 ask a stupid question
3: (laughs) in the chat we're talking about what we're having for dinner (laughs) (laughs) oh god (laughs) I know I'm gonna say that real soon have we lost you're not
1: even here the whole time you probably already ate dinner
3: no I was hungry on the way home I I know if I eat then it's not fair to Joe so I didn't eat I was nuts
0: I have to ask, how old was the baby you went to go play with?
3: <laughs> uh, one and a half.
0: One and a half. My wife is currently going and visiting one of her friends, and they have a five-day-old baby. <laughs> She's going well, to come home Jesus with baby, fucking baby uh, fever.
3: I was babysitting. The I was babysitting. Did he tell you? Did he, did you explain? Uh-huh. I was babysitting because he the might mom. might have, but we yeah. don't yeah, talk
1: about babies that much <laughs> before the show. I was
3: babysitting because the mom was in labor with the new baby. Ah. So she just had a new baby girl. Now there's two. That's
1: kind of like someone comes over, like I just got this clutch. I'm like, I gotta bring home one of those babies. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Stop. <laughs> Stop.
3: Whoa, this got weird. Sorry, Evan is talking about my meat ain't lean. I I don't
1: don't even know what that that doesn't pertain to anything we're talking about. about. See, we weren't reading the chat until you came, and then it got weird. Yeah, they said you were ignoring them. They were very sad. Well, no, we just have limited attention span.
0: We were doing well enough to keep on the subject of snakes. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, we pretty much stayed with snakes.
1: (laughs) That was a moment of weakness. Yes. But (laughs) that was pretty much it.
3: Um, where's the time? Oh,
1: you don't know. Don't fucking worry Six about hours. it. You're such a, uh, timekeeper. Yes.
0: This one by really time Keeper.
1: <laughs> we're just, you know, we're doing our own thing. Uh, how many beers have you
0: drank? Two. All right. I'm I, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm purposely. I'm purposely. Two reasons. Number one, I'm hungover. Number two, I really would like to drive home. (laughs) (laughs) No, like, yeah, that's definitely. If not, you have a
1: convertible, so the wind hits you in the face, which makes you sober. That's science. Exactly. (laughs) But uh, I was like, I feel a little weird. I don't know what's going on. Maybe I drank all the beers. That's the
0: GHB I put in your last beer. (laughs) Yes. You should
1: have told me before. (laughs) Oh, Lily, Lily Pat has an allowed comment.
3: Say a mean word to me, and I came in with timekeeper.
1: I've never said a mean word. Oh, you've never said a mean word to me? So how about them carpet pythons? So Mm -hmm. what do you feed those things anyway? How many crickets? I feed them three crickets a meal. Yeah.
0: Every Mm -hmm. few weeks, right? Uh, About once to twice a year. Okay. Where do you get crickets from? Petco, of course. That's expensive, isn't it? But it's only three.
3: Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true like like 3 is like what are they like $3 each? Something like that. Okay, cool. Are you talking? Uh, that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm try I'm trying to cue you into we're being fucking sarcastic. <laughs> oh, she's an expert. I mean, that's a thing. If you're uh, listening hey. to this podcast for knowledge, you're in the wrong oh, motherfucking place. Yeah, but like we're also
0: it's also I don't know. No. <laughs> <I'm not laughs>
3: what you you don't think you give knowledge? Look at all these. Well, these are my books mainly. You have, you read so many books, you have the knowledge, and you people ask questions, and you give you give answers and knowledge. What are you talking about?
1: I forget like what I think about pretty much every minute. Like if I read, I forget the last two page.
0: I'll give for I'll remember like one out of three pages. You of will what I read. if if we're just sitting around bullshitting and you get pissed off at a comment that you made, you're going to have to tell me what the comment was. Cause <laughs> I will have no clue what the fuck came out of my mouth. Um, it's like, dude, you just said something offensive. What did I say? I have no yeah. idea. <laughs> no, everything
1: that's on the brain comes out and mm-hmm. then gets disposed immediately.
0: I heard the best description of ADHD of ADD yeah. ever. Well, they basically, right basically the way like, I'm going to assume you're stereotypically normal. You don't have ADD. Nor- <laughs> normal. No. Yeah. Um, no. So the way your mind works is that you have a you have a receptionist in there. The receptionist sits there and goes, "Okay, this is important. This is not important. This is important." Da da da, da. Uh-huh. Yeah, we don't have that. I have a receptionist. Is her? <laughs> I know my wife That's does <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have that, so he just chooses to make everything
3: non-important. Just everything, every word out of my mouth is pretty much not important to him. That's
0: true, always. You You practice um, planned ignoring. (laughs) Yeah, that's
1: called, um, (laughs) yeah, that was my ADHD. Okay,
3: back to
2: I
1: was listening.
3: Dave, what are your top snake books to give knowledge? If this podcast doesn't give knowledge, what do you think are some good snake books out there that give great knowledge?
1: What she's asking is, can you read and how many books have you read?
0: (laughs) I would probably do the com- anything in the complete series. Yeah, they the have complete the, subak. That's yeah. They they have. I a, wish they, I had that one. They, they have see. a complete. They have a lot of snake. They have a lot of uh, species. They, they have a lot. They have a lot of species covered in the complete series. You want to ride bikes? So, come <laughs> like the complete boa constrictor, the complete ball python. Um, okay. my favorite, probably my top book is probably the complete carpet python. It. At this stage, I bought it more to just have because I have, I have enough practical experience with the animals to mm-hmm. where it, 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 it But it's that
1: deep natural history the, point of view. It's much I, deeper I, than I care to go. I
0: went, I bought that primarily because I wanted to read what the DNA evidence showed. Mm-hmm. Like, um they decided the divergent point for a full species status was 5%, which is fucked up in reptiles. Because so we're of, chimps. I was, exactly. So because we're <laughs> – uh, us and chimps share, what, 97% of our DNA? Yeah. So – and we're not even in the same genus. We're not – we might be in the same family. I'd have to look. I don't know. But, no, they decided the divergent yeah. point was 5%. So inlands are Morelia spilota. Harris and I? No, that's (laughs) IJ. Fuck. (laughs) That's the one that I got. Oh, man. Fuck! I can't remember what the scientific name for. We're it. gonna need to read this book again. Yeah. <laughs> but they're they're spolota because there was a nine. There was only four and a half percent divergent instead of five percent. Like I'm. I'm which I'm,
1: bread lie is probably almost no just no no as no no a, lie
0: was like six or seven yeah. percent divergent. They are. But very, I'm very saying you're a,
1: talking about one or two
0: percent. You're not talking yeah. about an insane amount. No, you're not talking like um, a ball python, which would be like. 20% divergent from yeah. a carpet Python. You're talking like two, 3% tops.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, that's pretty fucking close, but I mean, that book they really be, gives you so deep on, it takes all those
0: papers that you don't have the attention span mm-hmm. to read and kind of makes them more. Talking b- with Nick is a, um, especially if he likes you and will, talk your ear off on the phone. Like my average phone conversation with him is over an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, he isn't. Yes. Of course. He, said the same thing. he <laughs> is. A, he is an amazing. Talk
3: your ear off. He knows everything. He
0: is an amazing wealth. But of every Morelia guy
1: has a crush on him. Mm-hmm. Clearly.
3: I deemed him the godfather of snakes. He's wow. like, he's like
1: the modern godfather before, you know, you had the Barkers and Eugene the sad and all that.
0: the, I can't remember his name. The Matt that came over and bought the scrub. He's from the Northeast or Northwest. I want to say Matt Morris. He's a he's a Matt
1: Morris is here in Texas.
0: No, he moved here, but he's from the Northwest. Yes. He bought a scrub from me and um, me and him were talking and he treated Pinnell like we treat Nick because he's like a foreign object. Yeah, because he he was up there with Nick and he was able to like see him at shows everything else kind of like I am with. Michael, I mean, if I have an issue with my carpet python, Mike's the one that I call and talk to. Mm -hmm.
1: You can't go wrong with either of them, Uh -uh. really.
0: No, if I have an issue with the carpet, if Michael doesn't know the answer, Nick doesn't know. Nick should know the answer. Mm -hmm. If Nick doesn't know the answer, the carpet's dead. Then no one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Then there's really no one who knows any better. I mean, that's why I always preach that it's so important to get from a breeder that you trust and a breeder that's been doing this for a long time and like not, you know, someone who may have a bunch of different
0: things. You can buy from, you can buy from somebody like uh, Michael Pinnell or Nick Mutton who produces, fuck, Nick produces four or five hundred carpet. But we're also talking about twenty years of experience before that. Four four or five hundred carpet. Clutches. That's on top of everything else. Keep going. And or you can buy from Mike, who produces probably 10, 10 to fifteen, ten to fifteen clutches of carpets a year. Or you can buy from somebody like me, who produces two or three. Or somebody like you, who would be producing one. I was about to <laughs>
3: say. Yes. <laughs> I was about to say, so since you produce carpets, <laughs> how, do you, how do you feel about loaning Can us female a female, female? female?
0: I would be totally down for it <laughs> if I had a female jungle. Oh. Okay. I don't have jungles. <laughs> gotcha. I, have, I have IJs and I and have coastals. Coastal.
3: Gotcha. Gotcha.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you're a DNA god, there isn't one. Um,
3: didn't we say, uh, what's his name? Morelia Moore. I don't know his name. In San Antonio. Yeah, he has some... He doesn't
1: know. It seems like he doesn't know if he has males or females. He's just throwing it out there. And I'm just throwing it out there, too. So I don't think either of us know what the fuck we're doing.
0: Brian Hummel is also in San Antonio. And he has really, really, really nice jungles. He also has really nice jungle jacks, if you're into that. I'm also... No, no. (laughs) Um... (laughs) But it's like I'm not going crazy trying to produce
1: jungles. Yeah. It is what it Bill is. Has some. I feel bad though I'm because to say Bill would be because he's like moving around, like he's looking for pussy right outside of his water bowl. Like he's uh. like, where's the female? You know, I feel bad for him because like I've been 14 too, mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah. <laughs> and it's like he's never gonna be able to release that. Mm-hmm. That's a big burden.
3: Find a fem- Let's talk to Bill.
1: Yeah, but Bill likes to put green trees with carpets, with diamonds, with fucking ball pythons, with dart frogs. I don't think he's know.
0: produced a carball, but he has produced he a carpandro. Yeah. He would. Yeah. For light carpandros.
1: Yeah. I mean, I understand, but that's not. Uh, I'm not trying to crack that nut. Well, we just
3: need a loner female to satisfy the needs of. I have 14
0: year old is done. I have my heads that are muds, but I want to produce caramel albinos. So it That's way it, outside it, of the project. It, it, it doesn't even remotely matter to me if the albino is pure or not because I'm just going to be mixing it with the coastal anyway.
1: But it's for me, If I was like, oh, I have these 50 50 um, coastal jungles. You want these? AKA yeah. fucking, I threw together whatever I had. Yeah like no fuck off like i will <laughs> never get off with selling 5050 coastal jungles that doesn't make no. any sense to me and you a, ja- a jag sib fuck jungle jag sib fuck be... off actually i had a jungle jab
0: sib that was fucking gorgeous no but i'm sure yeah. you did but <laughs> what i'm saying is that's not a jag sib that's a 5050 coastal jungle or in my case it was a 98 98- Ninety-seven or ninety-eight percent jungle, coastal. but at the end but of the yeah. day, it's all whatever. What it's it's a. <laughs> it's a. At the end of the day, it is not a jungle. It is a jungle coastal, and yeah. the jag sib thing is fucking a pointless moniker because we don't say zebra sib. We don't say batista <sighs> We don't say spider sib. Or you don't say tessera sib. Yeah,
1: it's just a normal.
0: Yeah, it's a normal. That's pretty much it.
3: Lily asks, "Can you harvest semen from snake?"
0: I'm sure you can. I have no earthly idea how you go about. I don't think we care. to (laughs) that. Yeah, Yeah. you definitely could. I was going to say Owen talked
1: about doing it. I mean, you got to jerk off your snake. Is that the first step? It will happen if you try to pop them and stuff.
3: Semen will come out.
0: Yeah, if -hmm. it's the right time. If it's the right time of year. Yeah, but I mean, that's how I suck. Um, I my. Bull snakes this past spring. Um I have no earthly I had no idea which one was a male and which one was a female. Um and so I sexed them to figure it out. And one you went to go pop and nothing came out. One you went to go pop and it was like Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> You're like
1: what's the difference between sexing and jerking off your bull snake? There's a fine line. <laughs> there is a fine line. <laughs> I guess the, I guess
0: the difference is, is that. After sexing him, the snake feels a little bit um, – oh, what's the word? Relieved? No. Oh. After <laughs> after, after sexing him, the snake feels a little bit used. After you <laughs> off, you feel a little bit used. So if you don't mind, you can you just jerk off my male jungle because he, like, <laughs> he seems like he needs
1: it. He needs it. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's hard when I mean, you see all these guys like
3: – outside of the body. You know how like we do with
1: humans? If it's like if it's human sperm, I don't know much about biology. Uh but I believe once they once they hit air, they die. Not quite. All right. You know more about You've you've you're a proven breeder, is that yes. correct? Okay, so you would know more about this.
0: I know that it's I know that apparently there's <laughs> goddamn um, this is going to get real weird. This, this is going really cool. to get really weird really quickly. There's a. There's there's a difference between harvesting in humans. If you go into the testicle, do you go
1: nutsack instead of?
0: Stop, stop. If, hold on. If you go, <laughs> if you go, if you go into the testicle and you withdraw the sperm, there's something that happens during the process of getting the sperm from the testicle to the penis that weeds out the bad eggs. I guess. Uh huh. And so there's a difference in the quality of the sperm that comes out versus the quality of sperm that's in there. Oh, you take from there. Yeah. Okay, so that. I have no idea if it's the same with snakes or not. Do they? they
3: don't have
0: testicles. Yes, they do. They have testicles. They're just internal. Is like, the,
3: are the hemipenes testicles? No, hemipenes
0: no. are they're their two penis. dicks, son.
1: Yeah, they're double dicking down, yeah. bitches. <laughs>
0: okay,
3: a little much. Well, I mean, in you case you didn't know. Testicles. Mm-hmm. But like, wouldn't. It? What if the testicles come no out? when you're
0: popping when you're popping them, you are basically exposing the penis <laughs> you're the bonering them yes
3: con- they're not connected to it they're
0: they're they're connected but they're up in the body and they're connected by okay. b- so they yeah. unless you
3: split it open yes. you're not about to see them yes, okay, so snakes have testicles <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey man, you know <laughs> oh. <laughs> So basically, you can harvest them. <laughs> I'm dicks, sure. One <laughs> one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ew, ew,
3: ew. We were talking about <laughs> porn, and Evan said, "Is that what the bed is for in the back?" Because they were talking about porn. And,
1: oh my
0: Jesus. What these two porn do words. in their own time <laughs> is their own thing. <laughs>
1: Our guests leave within 30 minutes of the <laughs> podcast. I don't know. What we do in that 30 minutes is up to us.
3: <laughs> oh, and Lillipad's trying to get with Valiant Faint. <laughs> we have
1: these two people on our podcast, mm-hmm. uh, Lilypad and Valiant Faint, and they kind of flirt. Ah. But one was in
3: the UK, and one's, I think, in America. But,
1: but when you're 14, anything, yeah, the internet's true. close enough. Mm-hmm.
3: Lily Pad's the aggressor 2017. Go women! Hell yes,
1: I mean, that's very progressive of her, and I understand. But I mean, we have a bunch of jungle males over here who could really <laughs> use a female.
3: Oh, Evan said the bed's for snake sex and snake jerking. Is that what we
1: Well, use? what we do, like we mentioned on the last podcast, um, someone at a snake show, which means it's science, mm-hmm. said that if you vacuum. It replicates oh, a thunderstorm. So, so what we do is, um, we we lay down the bed. We put a few snakes on the bed, and then we start vacuuming. Have, and then
0: they go out. I it. have heard some first class. The dumbest shit, bullshit in my day. <laughs> that is probably the worst <laughs> I have ever heard. <laughs> Yeah, they use a wet pack to not, mimic a thunderstorm. You're not mimicking the thunderstorm. The, uh, what, it's the what, pressure. What causes it is the barometric pressure that you cannot replicate. <laughs> it's one of the reasons well, why all these are so fucking hard to breathe. I spin around <laughs> really
1: fast and make a tornado ah. so that it replicates a tornado, which makes them breathe. Makes sense. And that's fact. Oh, God. What's going on? Evan's oh, getting Jesus. real weird, too. Well,
3: a double dick lily pad down because of your word. <laughs>
1: That's gonna become a thing. We're gonna make a shirt, double dick down.
0: Oh Jesus! Okay,
3: just like what did you say last time? Like a
1: banana cunt or
3: something like that. You I
1: call?
0: I may have called the snake a banana cunt. A ball python. Well, I mean, when you go from twenty-five thousand dollars <laughs> to twenty-five dollars, it's a in pretty big years, cut. Yeah, there's only so many words <laughs> that can describe your dismay <laughs> if
1: you spent twenty thousand dollars on a snake and then it's worth five hundred.
0: Well, the issue, like the issue with the ball pythons, is it's not like. Okay, so you go out and you buy a Bredl's python for five hundred dollars a pair. Yeah. Okay, I don't know what the going rate is, so we'll just do that.
1: Two fifty. But you're you're, oh, you're okay. there.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you buy a Brettle, you buy Brettles pythons for five hundred dollars a pair. You raise them yeah. up, but they take five years to raise up, and you breed them, and you produce twenty five babies. If you sell each baby for a hundred dollars, you will damn near quadruple your your initial investment. Did you
1: just hear a break a laugh? Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact is that bredles won't even go down that far because they don't lose much value because there's not many morphs involved and then there's not many people breeding them. So nope. I think maybe they just get down to 200, 150 instead of going halvesies. If you
0: buy, if you buy a zebra jungle, if you bought a zebra jungle when it was a thousand dollars, and you have bred that snake, I want to say that they, I want to say good examples are still at least over 500 and you sell each baby that it produces for $200, you will more than make make back your profit. It's like, why your would investment. you
1: buy a $200 jungle when you can buy easily a $400 jungle and make more $400 jungles? Cause they don't go down in price. Cause exactly. they're always as good. So just buy the more, the more expensive one in the beginning, no matter what, just cause that always tends to work. We out. were
0: um, on the blood Python group. We, that I'm a member of, we were talking about that and, um, you can buy blood pythons are very much like jungle carpets. You can buy $50 ones. You can buy thousand dollar ones. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my friends happens to breed babies that she won't let go for less than six, $700 a piece for normal blood pythons. Mm -hmm. Why? Because she has put a lot of fucking time, a lot of fucking energy, and that's what she wants for them.
1: And there's 20 people who appreciate that and will buy the clutch. Exactly. Yeah. And she
0: usually has has a waiting list for it. I've been on a waiting list for one of hers for three years now.
1: (laughs) But I mean, that's the most amazing market you can be Mm -hmm. part of. One that doesn't have enough supply for the demand. Exactly. (laughs) So, I mean... I mean, we've been seeing so much about the Asian market on corn snakes. Mm-hmm. Outrageous! Like they're, you know, our snow corns here may be fifty bucks, but over there they
0: may be eight hundred. I had some random Chinese girl. <laughs> Message me because she had she had seen one of my flame bull snakes, and she said she wanted to know how more about it. And I had initially deleted and blocked her because I figured she was a cam girl. That's classic. All the ones who message him, I report them
3: to Instagram and
1: I block
0: them. They're just Um, really nice. She messaged. Yeah. She messaged me again and sent a picture of the snake that she had found on Facebook and said, I want to know more about this. So I went in and undid everything and we talked and apparently the market over there for them is fucking crazy. Yeah. Like my, I don't even know how much I paid for, pay for my flame we'll just say two hundred dollars that's like a thousand dollar snake over there yeah now it might be eaten to be in some kind of chinese herb. how dare you sir yeah some <laughs> some kind of chinese that's why remedy. i don't ship my dogs <laughs> over
1: there anymore you know <laughs> racist you,
3: you, you pad, did someone say fried cat you know
1: <laughs> lily pad's from asia she eats dogs straight <laughs> up. i've had dog i've had dog before it's, it's, it's actually pretty
0: it's actually pretty tasty. I'm
1: sure if you put soy sauce on that bitch, mm-hmm. put it over some rice,
0: I'll eat it. Mexico. It's Mexico. I
1: Sir, bought, that's I,
0: not even that far. I bought street tacos, and there was no... This thing was... What I ate was definitely not cow, not goat, not sheep. There were no stray animals floating around. So you ate that cartel human meat. Exactly. <laughs> no Dog isn't it. bad. It's a little stringy, but it's not bad. <laughs> it's a little... <laughs> It's a little chewy
1: when you get to you know the mm-hmm. fatty parts, but whatever. I would eat. I mean, meat is meat. I'd eat pretty much anything over rice with some sauce on it. I'll eat anything like that. Pretty much,
0: if you put it in a tortilla, I'll eat it. it That's yeah.
3: True. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we go through about twenty tortillas in a week, <laughs> pretty
0: much. <laughs> we use mostly chicken. I was gonna say dog. Um, my favorite taco places. You have to know Spanish to order.
1: That's what. We call it El Cum, but it's definitely not. Yeah, spelled- yeah. it's 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 El Come. I would say, but El Cum. but but we're and we good. Walk in there
3: and it's like I don't know what to say.
0: I mean cactus I, it, and it's shit. How, it's how I had lingua. It's how I had cow tongue for the first time. Is I just ordered something oh, and you're and like, I'll have one of
1: those lamb tacos. Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: And, um, turned out to be tongue turned out to be amazing. <laughs> and it's one of my favorite tacos. Yeah. <laughs> that, that nice soft cow
1: tongue. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I've heard that some of the lingua, they actually put like the brains and all the other face meats kind of in with the tongue. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. I mean, you got to eat the, all of it. The cheek is really tender too. I think they put that shit in like chorizo and shit. They'll mm-hmm. put some cheek in there. I like that. I mean, really it's all just
0: a part the last of an time I, the last time I roasted a pig, the head was amazing. <laughs> going through and people uh, like the eyes the organ meat it do doesn't the, matter i don't do the eyes organ meat i grind up and make into a uh, sausage mm-hmm. or dog food
1: <laughs> that's the thing like if you feed a dog a raw animal or even a cooked animal i mean they'll subside on an animal for pretty long mm-hmm. people don't know that it's kind of kind of like our snakes dogs are often overfed yeah. as much mm-hmm. as snakes are but my dog's fat so So's mine. That's why she's sleeping in the next room for the last
0: eight hours. She just sleeps 24 hours. My pit bull's an ortho dog, and we're trying to get his weight under control, and it may or may not be working. <laughs> my Yorkie is not an ortho dog, and my Yorkie is just a
1: Yorkie. Well, you need him to be a little bit fat because, like you said, your scrub pythons eat big meals every mm-hmm. once in a while, so... You have seen that video with the berm and the, the puppy? I have
0: watched the first part of it.
1: That screams Asia, and it's like that's probably normal. So mm-hmm. I, I
0: watched the first part of it. I just wanted to see if it was actually what I thought it was going to be, and it was. And I it's exactly it. <laughs> exactly what you. I, think. I, I, I'm sitting here going, "There's no fucking god shit. Yep. There is a goddamn way that is. <laughs> All right, fuck this." And that's and, exactly uh, I what I think I, I it would be. unfriended and blocked the person who shared it to me. So, yeah. It's hard.
1: I feel like in the hobby, we tend to pretty much share all the shit we probably
0: shouldn't. Mm-hmm. And I, I get all the bad shit Oh, like my, what uh, One of my favorite... Um, <laughs> Evan, your goddamn uh, spotted python loves to wrap my hand. And I love sharing pictures. Every time it does it, I'm like, <laughs> look at this shit. <laughs>
1: but they're like, that is going to attribute to the banning of all snakes.
0: I'm yeah, like, no, why? Yeah. Just, he thinks my hand his food and it's cute it's cute Mm -hmm. because he's corn snake size yeah if it was why scrub python first and foremost yeah i would not be i would not be sitting here lazily taking a picture yeah i would be screaming bloody murder and it's
1: hard like once i posted a picture i had an adult ball python hit like my vein in my forearm oh fuck and it It inflamed it was huge And I post it in a ball python group, and then everyone's, like, going hard on me. And I'm, like, I'm just showing what could happen. And it's, like, this is secret time. It's within a ball python group. Just don't share it outside of here, and we can talk about it. But it's, like, this is what happens. It's just a mistake feeding, and I said it was my fault, you know, Mm -hmm. and just hit my vein, and it really got really swollen and bruised up pretty bad. But it's, like... I just want everyone to know this is what could happen. I don't want to put that out there and attribute to something terrible. I mean,
0: the the adult carpet that hit uh, that I got a feed response bite from, I still have nerve damage in my hand from it mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I post pictures of it. It was 100% my fault. I was feeding the cage above it, feeding the cage above him, put it up, slid open the thing to check to see if he had water reached in to grab the water. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and it's like, in one in one way, I think there's way too many things that say snakes aren't dangerous. Mm-hmm. And in another way, there's way too many things that say snakes are dangerous. I think we've lost the reality of the fact if you have a large retic, um, there's most of the people in the snake industry that will say, no, this isn't a dangerous animal. They're all misunderstood, and they shouldn't have any regulation, but they are really dangerous animals.
0: You, and then it's... You are dealing... At the end of the day, you are dealing with a wild animal. Yeah. No matter how much you want to sugarcoat it, no matter how many times you have bred it, your corn snake is a wild animal. Now, yeah. it may not survive in the wild because it's been eating mice its entire life, so it may not even recognize an animal. And it's white. That's yeah. not very good. <laughs> but at the end of the day, they're a wild animal, and they will respond the way wild animals do. And not
1: always the same. And not same always time. the
0: same. And you have to learn how to read your animals. Uh, Ryan, his bite that he took. I'm not going to say anything. He probably should have had a helper there with him when he was pulling him out.
1: <laughs> but he's someone experienced to where exactly. you would get comfortable it an, to the fact that you're like, I don't need it, anyone. Exactly.
0: Yeah. It was an accident yeah. and he just happened to pick that, pick up that snake. On the wrong day. But if
1: you talk to him, he's like, whatever, man, that's what happens uh-huh. because I'm dealing with these animals. What I want people to know is that's what happens. If you're dealing with those animals, those are the consequences. He's cool about it. But if someone yeah. else gets it, a retake and doesn't know about that, then it's if a somebody different else story. gets a re I feel You like should know.
0: It's like if you are going to they're if you were going to tear apart tear apart your car engine you should have a basic understanding of how it works. If you're going to buy a reed tick, you should have a basic understanding of how that animal <laughs> works. And yeah. understand that there are going to be, there are days where, okay, my hatchling carpets, there are days that they don't want to be touched. You know what, they're babies, they bite, doesn't matter. My adults, if they don't want to be touched, guess what? Huh, you can sit in a dirty cage until you're in a much better mood.
1: Uh-huh.
0: I'm not dealing with you.
1: <laughs> but I mean, at the if end I of the day. To, if
0: I have to deal with them, that's one thing. If I don't have to yeah. deal with them, that's something else. In Ryan's case, he had to deal with them because he was shipping the animals.
1: And it's a snake so big that
0: at the end of the day, you're getting hands on whether you like it or not. not. Yes.
1: So, I mean, uh, it's just, it's hard to say. Some people want to say that everyone should be able to own one, but I mean. You should know what you're doing. You mm-hmm. have you have some really, you're lucky to have the internet and have some really
0: experienced people out there to help you out. The problem is, is that not everybody who's experienced is on the internet. Like one of the best. That
1: is true. I was
0: going to say one of the best diamond python breeders in the country, possibly in the world, probably barely knows how to turn on a computer. <laughs> and he just sits in Southern California and breeds diamonds and but they
1: sell because 10 people know what he's talking about <laughs> yes that that works for only a very small <laughs> subsect of person yes. otherwise if you're if you're breeding ball pythons you better know how to use the internet because you might want to differentiate differentiate yourself from the million other people but very very much so. if you're just breeding scrubs or whoever else you know does david means have a facebook page I don't know. Probably not. Actually, he does. He has his own. Yeah, he, he has a
0: he has a personal page. I don't know if he has a But it's
1: not, page. But it may not be like, D means pythons, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, like marketing my snakes. It's like I'm, he's the guy for scrubs. I was going to say, know.
0: as awful as it sounds, um, I have at least 10 people that want scrubs from me at the second I produce them. And I'm like, I'm not even sure if I'm going to release any of them. <laughs> Those little fuckers will be gold. Mm-hmm. It's so Especially hard. Especially if they're tame. If they're like the male and Erachian. Yeah, good luck readable, with that. Oh, my God. <laughs> that would be amazing.
1: I mean, you can also hit the lottery tomorrow if you play it. Very true. But, I mean, I mean, there's just some of those pythons that are just not worked with enough to where the fact is, you know, if you produce Mac lots of pythons every year, maybe you'd sell them every year. Or There's all types of things Again, to get into.
0: Again, Nick produces Maclock's pythons. That's never runs, true. never runs ads he's for like, them and sells them, and sells out of he's them every the year.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. If you
0: if you have a Morelia guy on here and they don't know who Nick Mutton is, they need that's to. That's that, that, that's that's a, a that, that's a definite issue.
3: But it ha- but if we have someone who's not obsessed with him, I'd be interested in that because <laughs> all y'all are obsessed with him, rightly so, justified, justified. <laughs> But yeah.
1: no there's not anyone who's like Nick Mutton doesn't know what he's talking about he's there's zero people Irish. or who are like it's just the fact is sustained success over a certain amount of time with Moralia and some of the things that he's worked with whether it's Olive Pythons or you know some of the Antaresia and stuff like that he's had some success that it's
0: like didn't he produce I don't know if he produced tana bars or if it's bars slugged out I know. I mean, someone who doesn't
1: deserves all the respect in the world. And then again, doesn't would be um, fucking what's his name Kevin McCurley, who's he's done scrubs over and over and over again. He's also done water monitors over and over and over again. Have you
0: seen his setups for his water monitors and the amount of work that he? When you get, they're
1: like classrooms. Like when you
0: when you get a baby monitor from him. That baby monitor is hand tame and imprinted yeah. that humans are, are a good thing. That, the amount of work that it takes to do that is fuck.
1: <laughs> I think it's just a weird thing where he actually just cares about the animals and not about business. So it's like he'll do ball pythons, but he doesn't really give that many fucks anymore. Mm-hmm. And he'll go on to monitors now and he'll produce scrubs. Like he produces scrubs.
0: Have you heard some of his names for some of his ball python combinations
1: and the thing is he doesn't even tell anyone from what i realized he's like well this is an inferno mako
0: whatever whatever and i'm not going to tell you what's in it my my understanding when he produced the first uh soul suckers i want to say that's one that he came up with was soul sucker um (sighs) his response at the show when we asked what what was in it he said buy it and breed it figure it out that way
1: But it's like, that's a terrible <laughs> marketing plan. <laughs> that is a terrible. That is an that's a bad investment to take that would if
0: you only work. That's if you if have you're Kevin zero, McCurley. If you're Kevin McCurley.
1: And you give zero fucks and you braid your ponytail, son. Mm-hmm. That's zero. I was going to say, fucks. if you listen
0: to him talk about monitors and retics, <laughs> basically anything but ball pythons, you can tell that he just really, and really a, loves And he's like super animals. into like timber rattlers too, like, mm-hmm. and does shit in the field. He is. He's one of the um, big-time advocates, and uh, re- he. I don't know if he's actually engaging in the research or just helping fund it. I think he, he does he's that f- fungus. He, he's that, that fungus thing, yeah.
1: Yeah, so he, like, obviously there's some timber rattlers that have been seen in the northeast that have all some type of fungus that actually makes them stay out longer during the winter. They, like, don't den properly, so they stay
0: out and freeze to death, basically. I didn't know— how the fungus worked and I didn't know it had gone to uh, timber rattlers. I know that it had been affecting garter snakes.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's the same thing, but Uh, he's seen it in dens throughout the Northeast and they're working with figuring out what's going on because obviously the timber is already very vulnerable in that area. So it's like that plus this new fungus that's obviously being brought on by other environmental factors. And I mean, things like Kittrick are things that the hobby is bringing into us Mm -hmm. as far as Amphibians that we're bringing from South and Central America, we're kind of spreading it to here in the U.S. I don't know if anything that's uh, Kittrick is a fungus that comes from like amphibians, so they're seeing a lot in like dart frogs. That's what's killing like all the dart frogs in South and Central America. No shit. So like I believe it's like the golden toad is almost extinct because of it. They may have like one pair in captivity, but if they put it into the wild, they get this fungus that has been brought on supposedly by global warming or just higher mean temperatures out in central and south america i'm no fucking scientist i'm just a fucking retard who sits here and looks at my computer but i mean that's what it seems like and like places like josh's josh's frogs um tests actually all their amphibians or a lot of their amphibians for kittrick making sure that they don't spread it over here in so kind of like States. with the colubrid thing and what's that there's all types of fungus that seem to be going what's on.
0: that what's that horrible disease that affects uh, crypto Crypto, yes. Yes. Kind of like the corn snake breeders in crypto or the Australian guys in the
1: sunshine virus. It seems like um, things like Nido virus in green trees, um, crypto in corn snakes, the unnamed snake aids in ball pythons, there seem to be – or IBD in boas. It seems to be all these things that may get a swelling, at least for corn snakes and boas, I know it's a swelling somewhere in the middle of the snake to where eventually they start regurging meals and then eventually die and then it's passed on but it's not shown until later in life so it's really hard to to catch. Yeah. I mean uh we don't know anything about snakes. Nope, nothing <laughs> at all. We've got to
3: Do you long. know what we do know about eating dinner?
0: And apparently she's hungry I'm and very the, hungry. the the one thing that I have learned in my tenure of being married a hangry (laughs) wife is not a happy wife (laughs) this is
3: the longest we've ever had a podcast ever (laughs) so take this and remember two hours and 40 (laughs) minutes (laughs) i know you could talk for six hours but two hours and 40 minutes npr doesn't even go this long
0: actually they typically do uh two and a half to three hours
3: oh i thought it was two hours no it's t-
1: there you go it's, it's two
0: hours it's two hours live and then they usually go about another Don't hour that's yeah. dave's way of
1: saying go fuck yourself
0: <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs>
1: dave thanks for coming absolutely it's, it was a blast so i'm gonna to have to do this again it's crazy <laughs> just to have people come over our fucking apartment for no reason <laughs> just to talk shit about snakes and fucking hang out.
0: Absolutely. So
1: thank you so much for coming. Um, do you have a website and shit? now? Actually,
0: I do. Um, oh,
1: my God. I want to say it's
0: moreliaevolution.org. Org.
1: He doesn't know his website, so it must be upkeep kept with all the most recent available animals.
0: Oh no, no, it has no it has no available animals on there whatsoever. It's basically my blog. I do something similar to, yeah. similar to this, except for I prefer the written platform to verbal. I don't like the way my voice sounds on radio. So we'll see in the comments. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, so I just do a blog, and uh, I will get the website and make damn sure. Yeah, I'll I'll like, put it in yeah. the notes. Yeah. <laughs> but do you have a Facebook? Yes. Morelia Evolution on Facebook and Dave Perlich on Facebook. And do you have carpet pythons for sale?
1: Not at the moment. How dare you? I know. What are you doing? <laughs> are you not? Are you I, not
0: breeding this year? Or are you breeding? This uh, year? I have pairs together, but we're about to move, and I have no earthly idea how that's going to affect everything. Hopefully, we'll, hopefully, it'll still be soon enough to where I can get something.
1: So, if you guys are looking for scrubs, you can hit them up in twelve years when they reac- twelve to fifteen. They years. Re-acclimate yeah. till- <laughs> That's assuming I haven't moved again. In which case, I'm fucked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just kidding. You're going to produce scrubs next year, right? God, hopefully. That would be amazing. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Poor City Pythons, poorcitypythons.com, Poor City pythons wherever. What do you want to say?
3: If you made it this far,
1: <laughs> you're on the team. You are most certainly on the team, if <laughs> not in the locker room, in the upper management. What does that even mean? I don't know. We're stopping this. It's getting so weird.